Hey, Clyde Hayes, Hayes Division. What's up, people? A wonderful, wonderful Friday night. And uh, this is take two, y'all. <laughs> I don't normally do this, but for one time, I didn't push record earlier. I did a whole hour interview with this wonderful person and uh, didn't hit record. So we stopped when we realized it, made more drinks, and uh, her kids want to watch this live. So we're live on Facebook right now. This is, will be my first full live podcast with a guest in the studio. So I've never done the full live. So right now we're going full live. And I want to make sure that I do not have uh, that coming through. I do not. So we're good. So without any further ado, I want to welcome my wonderful guest, Allie. Hello. Hey. So that who, sounded so energetic. It was so energetic. <laughs> I mean, that's what, three Bloody Marys in? Two? Three. Two, three? Yeah, it is three. It's three. Yeah. So, who is Allie? That's me. Okay. What, <laughs> what do you do? I own Rusty Water Revival on Main Street and Van. Mm -hmm. We make shit. You make shit? <laughs> I make shit. I'm the one that makes all the shirts with all the ugly words on them that people rock around town. And I've seen one of those recently. I have them wearing one. Yeah. What does it say? I don't, don't, I don't, I don't speak dipshit. <laughs> Is that a line from uh, Yellowstone? Yellowstone? Yeah. You remind me a lot of uh, a Yellowstone character. Oh, Beth? <laughs> <laughs> Set fire to the shit and watch it burn? Yeah. That was, I don't know, Yellowstone. Yeah. I think Yellowstone, Stargate, and two other shows I've repeatedly watched. Have you watched 1883? Yes. It was amazing. It was exceptional, especially that it took place after Yellowstone, and you you know... What's happening in the future? Seeing it go down right now, yeah, it was it, it was, was good. Yeah, but so, they said there's not going to be season two. Uh, it's going to be nineteen something now. Oh, so, so they're skipping time up. Oh, that's going to be. So I guess cool. we're going to fast. So now we know why the ranch is in Montana. Yeah, and when they were on their way to Oregon. No. Nope. So I guess it's going to fast forward to them building the ranch. I don't know. Don't make me lie to you. I just know that it's supposed to be nineteen something, and then there's going to be the spinoff of the four sixes. See, I was wondering if they was going to do that. Well, you know, he just actually bought the Four Sixes Ranch. No, I did the, not know the that. writer. Yeah, what's his name? Taylor. Uh, anyway, I thought she was going to say the main character. What's his name? Um, the movie star, the actual movies. Rip. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Let's see where Rip. your mind's at. <laughs> Beth. <laughs> no. Uh, the old man. What's his name? Um, oh, I don't know. The Marlboro Man. It's not uh, really the Marlboro Man. Kevin. Yeah, Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah. We're glad we got expert over here. I thought, we don't know. I thought that. I thought he. Uh... Taylor Sheridan. Oh, okay. He wrote He's Yellowstone. He wrote 1883. Yeah. And he just bought the Four Sixes Ranch here in Texas. No shit. So they're going to do a spinoff. So he's going to buy shit and then make a, movie, a TV show out of it. Half of Yellowstone was actually filmed at the Four Sixes. I can see it. I can see it in the background. Yeah. But that is, there's some pretty scenes. Yeah. Pretty scenes. The bear scene was one of my favorites. I'm the bigger bear. No, where the tourist was sitting there at the fence and he pulled up and uh, pulled his gun out and he's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And he told the, the Japanese guy, get off my land. He said, this is not this. This is he's like, all this is mine. He's like, one man can't own all this. Yeah. The fuck I do. Get off my land. Yeah, that I don't know. Some people just don't get they live in little houses like yeah. your business. So tell us a little. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right, little. <laughs> We're little. So you've been in van 
open for business how long? Eight months. Eight months. And you were aware before that? First Monday. First Monday. We were swimming with our snorkels out there most months. I've heard it floods there some. It does. You have to have your waders some months. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were in Walkway by the Creek, original Pavilion 1, where the creek runs under us. Yeah. Well, the water rises. (laughs) And sometimes it rises up into your boat. And that's not good for uh, merchandise. Well, you plan accordingly. You know these things. So Mm -hmm. you have tables and... You know, when the water starts rising, you start, you know, looking through the cracks with your flashlight. And if it gets a little too high, <laughs> merchandise starts moving up higher. And Yeah. So when you was in first Monday, that was your whole shop. Everything was there. And then you've moved all that to actual van. We have closed first Monday down and we're strictly in van. Now we don't do first Monday. I don't okay. miss it. You don't miss I it. I miss my folks. Yeah. I go out there. So I'm out there every month. Um, mm-hmm. I have a wholesale account that. She does First Monday. Okay. Big boutique out of Southern Louisiana. Um, And And she she has a shop there in First Monday? She does. So I deliver. I have three wholesale customers at First Monday um, that I make all their shirts. Oh, that's awesome. So I deliver out there. So I'm still out there. So I get to see my people every month. Mm -hmm. First Monday becomes like a second family. Yeah, I've heard that. They do. It's like the carny. Yeah, no, no brothers, sisters, cousins, none of that. Mm -mm. No, (laughs) but they become like your second. I mean, you spend a lot of time with them. Yeah. So they become like your second family. And so I see them every month still and get to watch them grow too, which is awesome. I don't miss first Monday though. Overall. No, don't miss it. Your shit gets dirty. It's, it's either freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Or 140 degrees hot. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you 138 to 140 degrees is normal inside the arbors and pavilions in the summer. And you sell a lot of candles and bath soaps. And, and coffee. So the coffee brews itself. Candles light themselves. You know, you just walk in and take a shower. Ready Man. to go. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you sold my wife one of those uh, peppermint uh, soaps. So peppermint soap. was it peppermint experiment? Was it Shot, shower steamers? Oh, yeah. The ones that make you all of a sudden, if your nose is stopped up, you can suddenly smell again. So what is it for? So, cause I, I seen it and she warned me, don't use this Clyde. Cause I've used one before a soap bar and it's not good on you, <laughs> but what did you just put in the shower and it bubbles up and produces spearmint? Um, so we have different kinds, okay. but I think you're talking about the breathe easy. Maybe. So it opens up all your sinuses. You put it in the shower, keep it away from the drain, keep it away from direct water. Like you my bar soap when I drop it. We're going to get you a soap <laughs> on the rope. <laughs> that's, that's a story yeah, for no, no frayed ropes. Yeah, hey. yeah. <laughs> but um, so you, you just really want the water off your body hitting it and like the splashing. So it's little bits. Okay. And it's they're packed full of essential oils and menthol. And so if you can't breathe and you get in the shower and use this mm-hmm. and you still can't breathe, you better go to the doctor because you got the Rona. You got the Rona. You got the Rona because... uh. If it's not making your sinuses work, there's big problems. You need the ENT or you got the wrong one. So your business is called Rusty Water. Rusty Water Revival. Why? Where'd the name come from? Oh, gosh. That was like an eight-month process of changing names. So we were the Bougie Bumpkin. I didn't like it. Nobody can pronounce <laughs> it. Nobody. We were, it was always Do you pumpkin. still have shirts, Bougie Bumpkin? Um, I don't. Like do a retro week. We should. Because it was a really cute logo. It was a leopard print rusty truck. 
And it oh. said the bougie bumpkin on yeah. it. Yeah. Super cute logo. But nobody could ever pronounce it. Um, when we LLC'd, so we had Rusty Water Revival and the bougie bumpkin at first Monday. Okay. So we split our booth, had two different entities. Um, one was obviously the blingy, bougie, leopard, big, the bigger the bells, the better mm-hmm. side. And then the other side was our flannels. So they're vintage flannels that are patched. On the back. So they have really big patches. We introduced a line that were interchangeable patches. So one shirt could have a hundred different designs if you bought a hundred different patches. Um, which made that really cool. We have hats like that too. But so when we LLC, they told us you have to pick one name. Obviously, Rusty Water Revival. One, but that name, it had to have revival in it. To yeah. answer your question, it had to have revival. Why? Because our flannels were our biggest business. Um, hands down, our flannel sold the best at first Monday. Not so much in van, not so much in van, <laughs> but at first Monday, our flannels, our coffee and our candles were our number one sellers oh, no all kidding. day long. Um, so it had to have revival in it because our flannels are old and we've given them new life. They've been revived. So old in the sense that they, they were used before. They're used. They're all, all of them are used? All of them are used. We don't okay. use new flannels there's at all. that many flannels out there? Because I hear a lot of people doing the resale thing and the vintage. Let me rephrase that. That's that's what the key word there everybody says is vintage. Because to me, vintage is an old car. It's not a shirt. And uh, I, I keep hearing that. And I'm thinking, well, you know, they're just, they're taking that shirt and they're, they're putting it in a washer or something and aging it. But it's not really used but it's actually used they are all used they all come from a resale shop out of dallas okay um so they have a vintage wash on them that makes them super soft then we get them and we bleach them so then they look really distressed then we add pat we sell them blank too or you can opt for a patch we can literally put anything that you want on this patch and put it on the back of your shirt what kind of patch like a um they're frayed tattered edge patches so you have this massive patch that covers the back of your flannel okay Gotcha. Um, which just gives them a different look. We can do them as interchangeable patches, regular patches. Okay. We do lots of vandal. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Lots. So revival had to be in our name. Okay. Just because that was a huge end of our business. Now everybody thinks we're some kind of church group, which yeah, is that's further I, from the truth than anything. I thought so, there was some, uh, especially when it went water, I thought, you know, you fell in a lake somewhere and somebody got baptized, yeah. right? Yeah, you were revived by, yeah. No. And fell on a rusty it. knife or something in the water. Well, rusty would throw a good hitch into that. Uh-huh. So my favorite color is rust, which we talked about on take one. Yes, we did talk about the rust on take one. Yeah. My favorite color is rust. Yeah. Um, which is so, not a color. I, I I don't think that's a color. It's a color. It's, can you buy it in a crayon set? No. I think you can, actually. Maybe. I think I've seen one one time. I bet you can. But we don't have any crayon sets in this house. But you can't buy patina in a crayon. So... Oh, you can't. Seriously? I don't know. What is patina, though? What color is it? I don't know. Is it like a... It's like rusty browns. It's multiple shades of brown. Okay. So it needed rusty. The name needed rusty. (laughs) We're going to switch. Don't ask me about colors. I'm really colorblind. Are you really? Are you serious? I I really am. One of my best friends is colorblind. His wife bought him glasses, though, and he dropped them in a lake. So I can see hues. Um, well, let's, let's keep going. Yeah. Cause I want to come back to the colorblind in just a second. Cause and that's how I make all this shit. Being yeah, colorblind. yeah. Yeah. We're coming back. To that. <laughs> so it needed rusty in it and it needed revival in it. Those were revival was my biggest requirement. 
Well, then my favorite color is rust. So it was like, okay, rusty, rusty, mm-hmm. what? Rusty spoon, rusty fork, <laughs> you know, rusty spoons, a whole nother yeah. laugh that my husband's over here looking at me like, yeah, rusty spoon. I'll have to tell you about that. But rusty. So I came up with rusty water after playing with every name in the entire book. Um, I came up with rusty water. It well, really has no meaning other than coffee was a big part of our sales at first Monday. So rusty water. Coffee looks like rusty water. When I first heard about your business, because you did a, a pretty good marketing push when you first opened up because you did the one thing that gets everybody in this area's attention. Crawfish. Crawfish. <laughs> and I saw the ad and I saw the name of your business and I did not correlate a boutique <laughs> with Rusty Water Revival. I thought it was like the ranch water beer that was going on down there. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> That's across the road. That's and gonna then, be three knocks. Yeah, I hope so. And then I found, and then I was talking to my wife. She's like, "No, baby, that's a boutique." I'm like, "Once fucking again, you get something, and I don't." And uh, and you know the when I first talked to you, because me and you talked over, you had a printer that you needed to look at. And when I first talked to you, it's I mentioned, broke. "Is it still broke? Did you?" Tr- <laughs> I haven't taken it out oh. of the car. <laughs> She's still in the car. That was three weeks ago, y'all. Three <laughs> weeks it's ago. Still so when I told my wife, I said, hey, uh, that and, and I apologize if I do this wrong, but hey, that chick down the street that owns a business called Rusty Water, some shit. Yeah, she's going to bring her printer over here. And she goes, I know her. And I'm like, <laughs> like, y'all are friends? Oh, no, no. I go in her business all the time. I'm like, hold on. No. Hey. And I started thinking twice about it. But I did notice that after you left, I lost more money out of my account. So, yeah. You did? Yeah. It was a couple nickels. Yeah. A couple I mean, nickels. I- <laughs> I think I think I, she told me after that you you pulled up or something and was dropping stuff off and I'm like how does this work you I deliver? did I did a drive by <laughs> drive by shirt service hey we're a full service boutique down there so at Rusty Water <laughs> let's let's talk about that what is your biggest seller at Rusty Water custom shirts custom hands shirts. down custom shirts so like like this shirt here if I wanted you to make it you can make it I can make it if you can think it up I can make it is the majority of it things you thought up. Yes. Okay. Majority of it. So we do in-house design. I make a lot of our designs. I have three designers um, that primarily I use. Mm -hmm. One, I pay a small fortune to have exclusive rights to her designs. So she's badass. Um, It's zip code protected. She's actually out of Carthage, Texas. Okay. She's amazing. Um, So I have her designs. Nobody else around here can have them. I can wholesale them to other boutiques locally but nobody else can have access to her designs because I have them protected. Yeah. Um, and I have multiple, I pay to have multiple areas protected. So nobody else around here can have them. I got you. Um, we do in-house design work. So my wholesale accounts, mo- all of my wholesale accounts tell me, Hey, I want something like this. I want like, for instance, today, one of my wholesalers sent me a message and she's like, Hey, I want leopard print. I want it to say this. Um, She's in South Louisiana, mind you. So lots of crawfish, lots of bayou. Mm-hmm. She said, I need a crawfish. I need leopard. I need Mardi Gras colors. Oh, no shit. Make it happen. She's like, I needed to say something about cray cray. That was what I was given. Mm-hmm. She tells me, run with it. She says, I want it on purple shirts. Okay. So I literally, I design it. We put it on purple shirts. We do a hundred of them. We send them to her. No shit. So I have a lot of leeway with most of my wholesale customers. What's your time frame though? I mean, how long did you have to do all of that and start printing, get approval and start printing shirts? 
So I got that order today, and that order is 450 shirts, mm-hmm. um, and she'll have it in her hands in a week and a half. No shit. So it's already designed, already approved. I designed it all today. Damn it, girl. <laughs> I got the order this morning, designed it all today, sent it back, which with her, with that particular customer, she's awesome. If I could have multiple wholesale customers like her, it would be ideal. Yeah, but if you didn't provide what she wanted, she probably would have told you, change this or change that, and it would have took you two days to get a, a finished deal. But you come up with something that you knew she wanted quickly. And, and I'm, I saw, when I first met you, I saw that in you. And that's why I asked you to come on this podcast, because I've done marketing. I have a couple of small businesses. And I'll tell you, I spend hours upon hours trying to get my design or my logo or even the name, just how I want it, where it's, hell, I spent four days on my beard oil logo, uh, just the damn uh, label, Not, and I haven't even got a box yet. And today I was sitting here thinking, hey, uh, what's my packaging going to be for this if I actually want to move on it? That, the ability of what you're doing is not just running a business. You're the creative director as well. And that's, that's extreme. I mean, so it's a lot easier to design stuff that's not for yourself because you're your own worst enemy and that's you're true. your own worst critic. That is true. So when it comes to me designing stuff to put in my shop, that's a whole <laughs> other story. But when it's somebody else's stuff and they give me like, hey, I want this, 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 and this incorporated into it, I can run with it. Like it pops up in my head and I can run with it. That's awesome. Um, So everything we've ever done for ourselves really well, obviously, or she mm-hmm. wouldn't trust me this way. She's like, these are the four aspects that I need. Make it happen. Um, she doesn't need a proof. I always send her a proof just yeah. because, um, she'll never want one. She's like, roll with it. So, um, I send her a total. She pays me. She has her shirts. That's awesome. So like we're doing some of the van soccer association shirts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a team name yet. They don't have a logo, but it was, Hey, we need the shirts here and we need you to start working. And here's the basics. So we've rolled with it. Okay, how'd you roll with it? Did you pick the team name? No, they. we don't have a team name yet. So we have the very basics. So we just kind of rolled with it. We're waiting for the team name. But the shirts will be here Monday. And okay. they'll have a team name by Monday. So by Wednesday, their, their shirts will be ready. I got you. So we have like you. a 24 to 48 hour turnaround, depending on what the process is. We're quick. I get you. I get you. We're so quick. you're doing all of that, all the designing all the business back in and running the storefront and how much of it is you're actually you're pressing the shirts and and packaging them and getting them out the door and bleaching them and acid washing them and dyeing them how how many kids you got two yeah (laughs) i don't i have three at home that yeah i have more than four i lied i I thought you five kids i I do it all the time too Wait, I have six kids. See, yeah. I don't even know how many damn kids I have. Cause All right, have crazy. another drink. Have another yeah. drink. I have six Blame kids. it on the alcohol. Yeah. Hey, that, that's a good song. You have six kids. Your oldest? 22. Okay. And 23. She just turned 23. And your daughter's getting married. My daughter, yes. She's 19. She'll be 20 this year. She's getting married in two weeks. And you still have time to run your own business. And I've made all of her wedding stuff and shirts and yeah. And the wedding's not even here, right? We have really badass shirts though. I should show them okay. to you. Can you? I, Is it online? See. I can show you the design. The shirts aren't made yet because we just ordered them. Let me go to my message. You have a camera right in front of you too. 
I mean, so they look like rock band tour shirts. What do you mean rock band tour shirt? Like, like some ZZ Top? No, no, not. They say. Not that cool? <sighs> what is your favorite rock band? So here. Uh, they say, oh, right. look, wrong way. Yeah, they say see. Batch Tour, New Mexico, 2022. So they look like. So that's the shirts that everybody's wearing on our trip to New Mexico. Okay, is that on the back or the front? It's going to be on the front. Okay. Except for Grandpa's shirt, because Grandpa only wears button downs. So Grandpa's going to get it on his pocket and then across the back of a gray button down. Oh, that's cool. With like a Dickies button down. Oh, that is very cool. So which kid did you forget a minute ago when you said you only had four? Well, shit, I don't know. Because I uh, think he older, just said hi, Mom. He said hi, Mom? Yeah, I think Which so. one is it? What's his name? I don't know. But I've I seen somebody said hi, Mom. Jackson? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Jackson. That's the baby. The baby. That's the baby. It's the one that's got a truck now? No, the baby's the one that broke his leg uh, oh, yeah, in January. And he went big. Hmm? Broke, ripped his ACL, broke his knee, broke his tibia in three places. Yeah. <laughs> that's the baby. <laughs> so you're doing all of this out of a building with how many square foot? 480, including our bathroom and kitchen. Damn it, girl. <laughs> it's tiny. My thing, my closet at home is bigger than our shop. It really may be. Well, then that means you're spoiled at home, but you work your ass off at work. Or that means that I have a closet full of shit I don't wear or use. That's possible. <laughs> hey, babe, while you're over there all silent, when was the last time you went in our closet to get clothes? <laughs> has both of our you do too he's like I don't you have, have clothes in there closet. see he didn't even know he has clothes in there half my closet's his clothes is it his clothes or clothes you made for him I didn't make those oh. no he has clothes they were probably from do you 1990 ever have something that? He said, she said 1990 something <laughs> he didn't even That's know he owned too. them yeah. uh, how often do you as making as many stuff as you how, how often do your kids not want you to make them a shirt Ask my kids. He'll probably get on there and ask how many times they begged me to make them stuff. Well, I, I do don't. too. I beg. My wife does the the vinyl stuff with her cricket, and I got fifteen things she can make right now. But she doesn't. That's right. Because we're tired. It's kind of like the plumber has leaky pipes. The roofer has a leaky roof. But you're wearing your own shirt right now. That's only because I had to advertise it first Monday. Oh. But, and it's really awesome. It says I don't speak dipshit. How yeah. much more accurate could that's it be? That's true. And that's something that you told me that you're doing a new sign and you're, you're, you're worried about your business at the beginning about how it looked in van because. You're, oh, I got told you can't do that. Correct. Van. Straight up told you cannot, you have, you sell stuff with ugly words on it and van will run you out of town. And that was a challenge. It's like, okay, try me. So here we are. And how has it went? How our biggest it? sellers are our things with <laughs> ugly words on them. Let me tell you, I, I do make stuff with Christian sayings. Yes. Um, Just for the record, since Van's watching this, uh, you know, I it's know God. Now we I... talk like, but I say fuck too much. Yes. So I don't, that seems really sacrilegious in a sense for me to have crosses and Christian stuff hanging in my store when I know that I have. I use a lot of ugly words. Yes. And I'm from the south side of the kingdom. I have a shirt that says that. <laughs> I really do. It has brass knuckles all over it. That's one I made myself recently. It has brass knuckles right here real big, and it says stay classy. And on the back, it says I know God, but I'm from the south side of the kingdom. I actually got a friend that I'm pretty sure he'll end up buying that for his wife if he hears this. So me. Yeah. It's got brass knuckles literally all over the front. Yeah. 
and I've never released it. It was kind of like my thing, except for I sh- like I had it on the other day, and a lady was like, "I want that shirt." So there's one other person in van with that shirt. Do you have that a lot? Like where people see what sh- I'm wearing? Yeah. Are did you hear that from your customers? Somebody see a shirt and they're like, yeah. "Where in the fuck did you get that?" Yeah, a lot, especially at like sporting events here because I make lots of vandal shirts. Yeah. Um, I like I make lots of Edgewood shirts. What? Yeah. Edgewood. Where's that at? Edgewood, Texas. Texas. Down the road. Yeah. Edgewood. Uh, really, my man, the world ends at the Van City. Well, actually, it ends like right outside of Ben Wheeler. Like you, you're not in Grand Slam where it ends at. I'm gonna let you know that. Not in Grand Slam, <laughs> but Grand Slam. You gotta go to Canton for Easley's. So. Oh, you know, you just told me about that. They a got second the best ago. steaks. You ever. just told me that. That's the exce- hell with four wins. Their steak is not good once you eat an Easley steak. Okay, I'm gonna have to try that because I've not heard about Easley steak in Canton. Oh my gosh, Easley's. Order the fillet and the cheese curds. I love cheese curds. They're amazing. They're garlic cheese curds, okay. and they're absolutely amazing. Oh shit! And their fillet is absolutely amazing. Okay, so shout out to everybody. If you've been to Easley's, get on there and tell me how good it is. Cause, uh, uh, Easley's is so good. I, I'm not a fan of Four Winds. You spend a lot of time, and you live on the west side, I know the east side of Van, south correct? Side. No, I don't know, I don't know the south, south side. side. That's Bordard. I don't know you don't where the south side even is. You can't ask a woman northeast, southwest. When I'm down past the middle school. Okay, so you're <laughs> on the east side. and so But you know everything about Canton. Is that because of First Monday? My whole family's from Canton. I love how she says Canton. Canton. I'm looking at her husband when I say that. because um, she, she definitely got the draw when Kent. it says Canton. I'm from Dallas, though. Are you really from Dallas? Deep Elm? I grew up in Deep I grew up in the stockyards. Like, okay, I can see that. Stomping around in the stockyards. Yeah. Um, high school in Palestine. So that's why you like the 1884 so much. Probably. Yeah. I, yeah, I went to high school. I went to school in Palestine. Um, went to middle school in Canton. High school in Palestine. That's a godforsaken town. Literally. Palestine? Town, it's God forsaken. Yes. No. Fuck Palestine. But <laughs> like true story. Fuck Palestine. Uh, it's horrible. It's a beautiful town. Okay. Beautiful. It, you'll get bamboozled though if you ever move there. I promise. It's horrible. Um So when did you move to Van? Two years ago. I Only haven't been two here years? long. Yeah, that was another thing. They were like, You're an outsider. You're bringing stuff in with cuss words. Like, you know, nobody here. And I didn't. Only time before I moved to Van, Texas that I'd ever been to Van, Texas was when the tornado hit. And that's because I did first response search and rescue. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Because I was here and it it was was a bad motherfucker. It was bad. We literally sat on I-20 and waited for the tornado to lift off the ground. We got the call. Our ATVs were already on trailers because it was tornado season. Um, So we hooked up to the trailer and flew out and waited on i-20 for the tornado to lift off the ground of course we couldn't bring atvs in because y'all i mean i say y'all i'm here now but there was still gas lines spewing gas electric lines live sparking every i mean it was well you know it was wild command center was first baptist church uh yeah i was here when when the tornado hit we were in this house it i was standing at the front door when it ripped the door out of my hand it picked this house up and slammed it down and then my ex-wife's mother-in-law lived on Bordark Street, one of those little houses. So I jumped in my truck, which had a load of rock on it, and I made it to the street because the power lines were down. Jumped mm-hmm. the power line and walked that way, and the whole street was gone. Leveled. She had got picked up, and when I found her, she was under rubble, and her ankle was sideways. So I called my buddy that's a cop and says, hey, I need an ambulance down here now. And he said, we can't, we're trying. We can't get there. 
my best friend Charlie Davis has a brand new big Chevy 4x4 with probably 18 uh fucking thousands of dollar tires he just bought on it. He jumps the house that's there on the corner, blows all of his tires out. His wife just finished the night before that. We were at her graduation, finished uh nursing school. He's got her in it, jumps it, gets there. We get her in the back of the truck. She leaves and me and his wife go and triage that whole street. It was bad. And then the second one was on its way. So we make it back here and my truck's over there because now it's got a load of rock in the back of it. So it's stuck. It can't move. So I'm running with my kids to the church and then everybody shows up and we went around all night. Yeah. Yeah, Bodark was leveled. Gone. So where it's a field now was houses. So why did you move to Van? <laughs> well, that's a funny story too. Because that don't, if you, you're here. You know what happened. I could tell you more about that tornado and you'd laugh because, you know, the uh, I, I city manager, mayor, whoever he was, well, was out of the golf course. And no, I'm the ding. one that showed up at the golf course and asked him, what the fuck are you doing? I'm here? a Big Ding fan. Yeah. Who was it? Big Ding. I don't know his name. I'm just the crazy I'm guy. A, I'm a Big Ding I fan. I don't know and him. The reason, and, and everybody bitches at me about giving Big Ding some leans. Big Ding can't go out there and do what we did. And everybody bitched at me and said, well, he should have been out there watching us. But Big Dean's son, Dean, which is a real good friend of mine, Dean was out there busting his ass. And the only, this is where I make the cor- correlation. When everybody bitches about old man out there playing golf. <laughs> he was out there playing golf because I'm the crazy one that shows I know, up. He, I know he was. But when everybody bitches about it, all I can say is, you know what? I hope that when I get his age, that when I know I can't go out there and cut a tree down like his old ass can't do, my I raise my kids right where they're out there representing me. Because at that time, Dean Stone was out there with his own equipment. I mean, because he he owns a little company. Is that really that Dean is, Stone? You didn't know this. Because I, I know you know see, Tina. I know Dean. I know Tina. That is Big Dean. So, okay, so go back further. If we go back to that, I asked him, why the fuck are you out here? And he was like, I can't. He told me I can't do anything to help. He can't. He told me, he said, go back, reach out to the Texas Baptist men. He said, tell them I told you to. So he was, he gave us great information. We reached out to them. But he was just doing it from a golf course. Did he have a drink in his hand? I I honestly don't remember. That was kind of all a blur because it was, I mean, it was a shit show. As you know, you were here. You lived through it. I didn't. I was just here to help. Um, And then I remember him saying his son, I had no idea. So see here, we put two two together. Love Dean and Tina. And and I love them. But he, they were out there. It was, it was the wrong place to be. I'm it not. Was. I'm not saying it, it looked the bad Very as an bad. outsider because I was. It definitely looked bad. They told me that's where I could go find him, so I went and found him. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, why am I cleaning <laughs> up your town, dude? I don't even why live the here. Fuck are you at the yeah, golf why are you at the golf course? Of course, this was the next day. Yeah. Um. So night of though, we were on the ground. There was twelve of us. And we were on the ground hiking with big, huge like backpacks that. You've seen the backpacks? Those big, huge red ones. They're from the ground. I mean, they're almost mm-hmm. as tall as I am. This big full of water that weighed more than we did well, hiking with them in with first aid equipment and everything down to Bodark from the church. I'll never forget house on the very corner right there of it's not Bodark. Do you still hers, do this? I don't. Okay. Cause I was going to tell you next time when something happens like this, and you have to do this. Look for the hillbillies. Cause they're running around in trucks because we, me, my brother, all my friends, we were running around all over town, helping everybody. Because we know the town. We were not walking a damn place. We were walking. Uh, my point. Look and for the guys that's out there actually moving around. The ones flying through, flying yeah. over everything, bow yep. duking it. Yep. Yeah. 
So we found the, the house that was on the corner <laughs> that was leveled. There was a little old man under a couch just with glass, I mean, everywhere in him. And he thought he was dead. Mm -hmm. And we pulled him out. And then another cool story that came from that is there was a guy being held down at the Baptist church because he was Hispanic. They couldn't find his green card or any of his information. I didn't hear about that. And I was there. That happened. Well, I wasn't there. So he long. lived down on Bodark. When you're on Bodark on the right, there there's was nothing a, there anymore. Down where the mobile homes are. I got you. They're still there. On the right, there was a big home. It was like a Hispanic yes, family. I know where it's at. Okay. Yep. I, I'm only telling, I don't honestly know, like at this point, what's still there. I know from the night of, mm -hmm. there was the mobile homes that were in shambles. Everything was leveled on Maine. Yes. Down there where the field is now. There was homes there. And there was this big plantation, I assume. I don't know, because it was leveled too. Um, I think that's where the cop lived at and it passed away. That's, it was a Hispanic family. Okay, so this is way so, before that. He needed his green card and his immigration paperwork. And he's like, there's no way anybody's going to find it. They were holding him down there. I don't know what the situation was there. He just needed his That's paperwork. That's fucking weird. And we went down there. Wind picked up again because apparently tornado number two is on the way. Yeah. And all of a sudden, his green card and all his paperwork blew right up against me. No shit. And it was like, holy shit. Like, holy shit. Divine intervention. That's, no other explanation that's crazy. for that. So off I ran to the church with it. They're saying take cover. You know, here we are at the church again. I mean, I'd all and, and look, I like our van PD, but out of all the shit you can worry about in that moment is somebody's green somebody's car. Immigration yeah, that's not that, yeah. that's not. I don't know that it was our van PD. I think it was uppers that had come in at that okay. point. Oh, I, I don't. During that, I honestly couldn't tell you. I ended up having to talk to the damn uh, governor. When all that shit went down one day because of some other shit with other people and shit not happening like it was supposed to. I was in Lufkin working because I'd already went back to work. There was a family here that wasn't getting shit. And there, a whole bunch of stuff. And I, I said, look, I can make a phone call. And I made a phone call and that phone call made a phone call. And the governor called me and said, uh, so what is the issue? And I'm like, we're dealing with fucking this. And it was like, it'll be took care of. I don't even remember the guy's awesome. name. Uh, well. We found Toto too, though. Which Toto? Because you might have found. We called him Toto. His name really was. You can find the video. I can find the video and send it to you on Facebook. I'm hoping that's not my ex mother in law. Somebody's dog. little dog. We called him Toto. Was it a Chihuahua? No, he was a okay, little wiry so hair thing. Um, poor my Toto looked rough after the tornado. But we were throwing rubble trying to find somebody's baby. Um. They ended up finding it. It was alive. It was well. I, re I do remember that. Everybody was looking for yes. the baby. I do. Um, so we were throwing stuff looking for baby and out pops this little wiry haired dog out of all this house <laughs> stuff. And it was like, oh, Toto. And Toto's owner was reunited and was like crying. Because they had a bunch of dogs. So another sweet story. But yeah. They had a bunch of dogs down there. We had horses. We had dogs. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were coming back with. It was wild. So how did I end up in van? Um. Well, I met my pause husband. one second before you met your husband. Let's pause. I, cause I, I, I got, I gotta ask this question because you went to the tornado. Did you see the commode at the high school? So, my mother-in-law went to the hospital because her ankle twisted all the way around. There was two people at the hospital when I made it to the hospital. There was my mother-in-law and the other family that lived right across the street on Main Street, the one of those first houses. And there was like six people in the house. They saw the tornado coming, and this one kid that was there at the time, supposedly lived in Kansas where tornadoes comes. He's in the car, and he's like, no, it's not going to happen. So he runs in the house, and he jumps on the commode backwards. 
And supposedly, the story is, and I had this story from the hospital. He rode the tornado. He rode the tornado all the way over to by new way to the football field. And the commode was set. And I saw the commode out there. I'm not saying he rode the commode, but that was the story. (laughs) Did you ever hear that? No, I want to ride a commode, though. I don't think you want to. It sounds fun. It does not sound fun. It does. If there's no debris like hitting you or something, (laughs) just riding a commode. I'm thinking of like that old Chris Ledoux song. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So how you made it to van. So let me tell you quick in a nutshell. Tornadoes hit Canton, right? We did first response search and rescue there. We took all these care packages, blah, blah, blah. Met my husband. Was Um, it because he liked MREs? No, I met my husband later down the road. Um, Long story short there, we were packing. I rented a house in Canton when we first got together. I wanted out of Kilgore. I closed all my businesses in Kilgore, moved down here to Canton. I rented a house in Canton on 198. I had the most amazing landlord in the whole world. Little old man, precious. Um, So we lived there. He had a house in Canton already. My whole family's from Canton, mind you. Your family is. They are. They taught in Van, too. I had an uncle that just recently (laughs) passed away that was a professor in Van. Uh, Mr. Chambliss. I don't know him. John Chambliss. Mm -mm. Chambliss's Hardee's. All my family. I got you. But, so, we were packing his house up, and I start going through this box, and I was like, what is this? And he's like, that's all stuff from the tornado that some girl brought by here. And I was like, some girl. And he's like, some real sweet girl. (laughs) I sit and talk to her and I just sat there for a minute and I was like, yeah. He's like, why are you asking me this? And I was like, I was that girl. (laughs) Just some sweet girl. And then. You turn around for a second. Yeah. That's the guy we're talking about. I hit the back count so everybody can see you. So I was the girl that brought all this by. So later on down the road, it comes out and he, we're talking about something. So I guess long story short here, I did Storage Wars, Texas. Okay. Um, I was on lots of episodes. Whoa, with whoa, Storage Wars? I did. Well, okay. What'd you do at Storage Wars? Tell me this story. I, it's fake as hell, but I argue. Storage Wars is fake? <laughs> Hold on. You mean I don't pay 50 bucks, open this up and find a, an old Mustang? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no shit. No, it's very fake. So, those so there is an actual auction before it's ever aired. Yeah. Um, sorry, Walt. Probably going to get in trouble for this one. But <laughs> hey, I wasn't paid for the shit anyway. So what do I have to lose? Um, there's an actual auction before y'all ever see it. Okay. Then we go live. and So it is actually live when y'all are bidding or whatever? Then we, well, live, recorded, whatever okay. you want to call it. So, this no, is the this auctions is are, anything. yeah, this is really live. Like, <laughs> y'all are hearing all the cuss words and no filters. Hey. Yeah. So. Oh, we need another drink, too. You keep we, talking. We do. So, there's a real auction before anybody else ever sees the auction. That's the real one. So, the unit might sell for $500. Well, we're scripted. We've got to argue. We've got to get mean. We've got to get hostile. We've got to be mad. And this unit's now selling for $18,000. No, it didn't. Is it but your money? It's fake. It's already sold at this point, but we've got to make it look good for the TV. So I was on Storage Wars, the particular episode 
was one with um, a car in the locker. I think it was an old Oldsmobile. Is that right? I don't know. It was an old car. So I'm on there. and I mean, we're hostile. We're mad. We're arguing. We're pushing each other back and forth. And I mentioned something about it one day when my husband and I were talking. And he's like, stop. And I was like, what? And he's like, I remember this. We were talking about the episode. At this point, you didn't know it was me. And he's like, I remember that episode. And it was, again, long story short, something to do with the girl's eyes. He was like, I remember her eyes. And I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. I was like, that was me. And he's like, shut up. So I start telling him about the episode and it was me. So we've crossed paths like a hundred times in lives. Sounds like he's stalking you. Yeah. Stalker. Crazy. He doesn't want to admit to it, but that sounds like stalking. Probably so. Stalker. He was watching me on the TV and I showed up at his house with stuff. Well, (laughs) that was a setup, right? That was actually his house or he, that's where you showed up? Oh, yeah. I was loading up all the equipment from the wedding where the man got killed and the other one lost his leg. DJ lost his leg in Mm. Canton. Yeah, because they were all from Longview. Yeah. So So it's crazy how life works. So anyway, we were renting a house in Canton. We'd been looking for a house to buy because we were going to buy the house we were living in and the little old man, really, he's a precious soul. I'm not just saying that. He really is. Said he was going to move back into the house. So, okay, we can't buy the house. Our lease is up. My lease is up in two months. We're going to buy a house. My realtor calls me. We were going to look at a house in Ben Wheeler. And he was like, go to Van. And I was like, why am I going to Van? And he's like, just go to Van. van? No, my realtor. Okay. He's like, y'all go to Van. Well, my requirements for a home were it cannot be no damn mobile home. No. And it can't. And it has to have a fireplace. And it can't be blue. Those were my three requirements. Could it be rust? It could be rust. (laughs) It could not be blue, though. Okay. It could not. So my realtor's like, just go. And I was like, okay, what am I going to look at? He's like, I'm not telling you, Allie. Here's the address. Just go. So we pull up. It's a motherfucking mobile home <laughs> with no damn fireplace. It's not blue, though. Not blue. And he's like, just here's the door code. Just go in. And I was like, I'm not going in this house. And he's like, just go in. And I'm like, it's a fucking mobile home. He's like, just go in. So we walk in. It's been completely redone inside. Um, so then I'm like, okay, why am I looking at <laughs> double wide mobile home? Granted, it's a new mobile home, yeah. two years old, um, on right at five acres. And Van, he's like, here's the price. Oh. It's not hit the market yet. It's going to hit it tomorrow morning. I can write a contract and have it ready the minute it hits the market. And it's like, we'd be fucking idiots not to. Yeah. Steal. An absolute steal. So, long story short, I live in Van in a stupid double-wide mobile home on five acres of land with no fireplace, but it's not blue. Selling so. selling raunchy shirts. Not raunchy. Yeah. i got to get this right. See, that's the difference in your business. Yeah. That's that's the difference. Because I see where people say something about the cuss words, but I, I can deal with cuss words. It's the raunchy. Like, if you were selling, like, short, short skirt type shit and that type of shit, I, I think more people would be upset selling shit that says, you know, you're a dipshit. I, I don't feel like that there that many people is going to be upset. Well, and there's a thin line for me personally. I sell shirts. One of my bigger seller shirts says, um, I pretend like coffee helps, but really I'm still a bitch. Mm-hmm. I won't wear that. Okay. So 
as funny as that sounds, I make a ton of them. Mm -hmm. Shit. Damn. Mm -hmm. Hell. For some reason, those words are a whole lot different than bitch. Fuck. Yeah. To me. Don't ask me why. I was raised very strict Church of Christ. Oh, gotcha. um, I was the black sheep, the rebel. Hey, that's me. Black sheep. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of those on our post. I'm black sure. sheep here. Yes. I actually have a bag that we sell in our shop that says black sheep of the family. Because that's me. <laughs> um, but I was really the black sheep that turned out to be the only sheep that wasn't yeah. jaded. Yeah, so, it happens like that, yeah. especially in, in East Texas sometimes. Yeah, so the so other I, you haven't really went very far. I, mean, I know you talked earlier about trying steaks all over the U.S. and stuff, but you really haven't moved that far. In well, uh, grew up in Dallas. Um, I was right. I went to junior high in Canton. Worst shit I've ever dealt with in my life is Canton ISD. <laughs> Don't ever recommend it. <laughs> Just for the record, if y'all are wondering, Canton is the worst school. Put my kids in there for half a semester. Pulled them out for the exact same reasons. Worst school district ever. And my family was teachers there. How do you feel about Van then? Let's 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 go with I like that. Van. Okay, what's your favorite part about Van? Because I'm a big about the city overall or the no, school district. The school district. Because that's two different entities. Mm. To complete two different entities. We really have an amazing district. We, we really do. do. Um me and the poor principal at the junior high. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we know each other like on first name basis. Saw each other in Lowe's the other day and it was like, hey homie. Um, because <laughs> we knew each other that well. My child was hell on wheels in junior All high. Of ours is. Oh no, we talk daily. Oh. Yeah. My we child did. was hell on wheels. My child was the one that would go to the principal and so my child has severe ADD, ADHD, and PTSD. Okay. So he would go and be like, hey, can I go to ISS? They'd be like, no, <laughs> you don't have any reason to go to ISS. Like, really, he would go ask to go to ISS because he likes quiet. Yeah. They would be like, no, you don't have any reason. So he'd go cause a reason to go to ISS. Yeah. So eventually it became he spent his whole life in ISS mm. because he wanted to be. Well, you might want to look into homeschool. Hell no. <laughs> I was not cut out to be a teacher. No. Look. <laughs> you can just was, put him in ISS every day. Hell no. I was not, he would not know. He would know every cuss word in the book. Yeah, I'm sure. So we're in high school now. Um, high school's been a whole lot better. They've been very understanding too with his background. Yeah. Um, I won't go into all that for the sake of my child, yeah. but I had a dyslexic kid in, in school and uh Van Van really helped out when they needed to. And, Van has been amazing. And I have another dyslexic kid in school, and sometimes I wonder if they help out enough. So <laughs> it's it's back and forth. Because I mean every kid in and I think Van gets that. Every kid's different. They are. And we have a I'm a big fan of Don Dunn, which is our superintendent. And so far, that dude ain't done nothing I haven't agreed with. And I'm sure there's something I don't know about that I don't agree with. But so far in my book, he's done everything that I would do plus. And I, that's why I live here. I mean, I could live, I drive an hour and a half every day back and forth for work. And I can easily move. And my wife drives the opposite way. I can, we can easily live in a closer place to our works, but we don't because of this town. And I drive three minutes. I know you but do. But my husband drives to Dallas. He's a fire inspector. Okay. For the city of Dallas. So for the whole DFW area. Oh, so shit. he drives, so it would make more sense. So is he not from Van? He's from Kent. No, he grew up in Martinsville. Oh, 
that's van. We, yeah. We claim I mean, we're it. all. They claim themselves, yeah. but we claim them. We're all right there. <laughs> so he's from around here. My family's from around here. Hated Canton. Literally, I can tell you nothing good about Canton School District. Canton. I, I really can't. Yeah. Um, Are you going to open a boutique in there? Hell no. <laughs> I do want to open a second location. You do? Where? I do. Edgewood. Really? Edgewood. Where's Ed- that at? Edgewood, right up the road. Um, I love Edgewood. Do you? I do. How so, is, do they? Ha- how many boutiques do they have? Uh, zero. There? We the, shouldn't be talking about this live, probably. No, but, we probably shouldn't, because somebody else is going to yeah. open their boutique there first. Yeah. So we'll we'll skip Edgewood's over a this. Quiet little town, but I love Edgewood. I grew up in Dallas, um, Irving, to be exact. When Irving was part of Dallas, Irving, yeah. and not ghetto as fuck like it is now. But so I grew up in Irving, but we had a farm in Edgewood my whole life my mom owned rent what houses kind of in Edgewoods. we had a 75 acre farm in Edgewood um, so you so cows my, do what cows or crops um crops pond okay. um yeah we had a, so we were down here every weekend in Edgewood mm-hmm. my mom owned multiple rental properties in Edgewood so that's where you get it from the business side probably my yeah. mom was my mom is Hellbound, let me tell you, independent and hellbound doesn't need a man for shit. My husband can tell you that too. Hellbound won't ever be married again in her life because nobody's gonna tell her what to do or how to do it. <laughs> um, so I came from a long line of hellbent people. My granddaddy, if anybody knows the Hardys, you know what I'm talking about. Um, granddaddy was hellbent, mm-hmm. there wasn't nobody gonna tell him what he could do or couldn't do. Um, they lived in Edgewood, had a farm as well in Edgewood. When my granddaddy got sick with cancer, they bought a house in Canton on 243. Um, my granddaddy died. My grandma got killed pulling into the Church of Christ on 243. Ooh, got rear by a drunk driver that was on his phone texting. Got killed pulling into church um, in 2009. So my whole family, my cousin just recently, what, two years ago? Got killed on a year ago. Got killed on 198, hit and run. Still mm. haven't found the person. He was walking out to check his mail and somebody ran over. Oh, him. shit. So, yeah, my whole family's from down here for the most part. So, I mean, I had huge ties. My whole family was teachers. Yeah. One was in Van, the rest of them in Canton. Um, the smart aunt, one was in Van. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I say that. I, I love my Aunt Patsy and Mike. They were both professors or my uncle Mike was a professor that moved and taught biology in Canton for years. Mm-hmm. My aunt Patsy taught English. Okay. Um, my aunt Lou did everybody's hair around here. She lives in Colfax. Lou Chambliss. Okay. Everybody knows Lou. Yeah. Yeah. That's my aunt Lou. Oh, no shit. So my whole family's from around so here. So you might, you might say you're not from here. You just moved here, but you got roots. Yeah. <laughs> Deep roots in you East Texas. Roots. But I love Edgewood. So, my next, my second location, which I hope to open around 2023, hopefully. Yeah. Um. So next year, yeah. we're shooting to open a second location, which means I'll have to hire somebody because obviously yeah. I can't, you can't be, be two places, places once. once. I don't know how you work. It seems like you can because uh, I see you everywhere. And yeah. like we were talking about a minute ago, you're your own design firm, your own printing press. That's exceptional. I mean, well, let's get into that. A lot of times... This podcast is about stories, about conversations, and that's what we're doing now. But it's also about technology. What what kind of what are you working with there? You just got heat presses, uh, so supplementation, supplementation presses. Yeah. Um, I have a. So you saw one of my backup printers. Like if my mains go down, that was one of my backups. My main printers are 
thousands of dollars yeah. by main printers. Um, so I work in sublimation, which is for anybody that doesn't know, it's a dye transfer process. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't go anywhere. It's there. Once it's there, as long as you're using the right substrates, it's there. It's not going so anywhere. This you design it, print it, and then press design it. it, print it, press it, bleach okay. it, acid wash it, dye it, whatever the rest of the process needs to be. When I was going through college, I actually worked at a t-shirt shop in Minneola, and it was all screen print. What's the difference between screen print and what you do? So screen print, vinyl, all of your other mediums rest on top of the shirt. Okay. Mine is in the shirt. So it's a dye. It's yeah. dyed the fibers of the shirt. You can't feel it. It's not going anywhere. It breathes with the shirt. Like this shirt's a year over a year old. I mean, everybody can see it. It looks just like it did the day I made it. It does. It looks good. It's not going anywhere. It breathes. Vinyl doesn't breathe. Screen print doesn't breathe. It doesn't. Because I got it's a hoodie hot. over there that it's got vinyl on it. And uh it it I can feel where the vinyl's at because I got a big uh emblem on the back and I can feel it. And if you wear a t-shirt with vinyl screen, if it's a big design in the summer in Texas, you're going to die because it's not going to breathe. Correct. It stops. It's like a Walmart sack stuck on the front of your shirt. <laughs> um, so ultimately, I guess that's your biggest difference. Screen print's going to crack over time. Vinyl's going to lift over time. Sub's going nowhere over time. I got you. Like it's, it's here. So you just taught me something. Die. You definitely taught me something. It's not so going anywhere. So how does... You do, you were talking a minute ago about doing the big quantity of shirts or someone has an ideal, they're a wholesaler for you. You turn around and you get, I want something like this and you print it in a large quantity. Do you do like, like, for example, I got this shirt. If I come in with a design, you do one or two or is there a, is there a, a limit? I'll do one or I'll do a hundred thousand. Price different based there, off of design or price different based, based off? Based on quantity. So, um, so ultimately designs the same thing. We're all, we're working with a di digital design, no matter what, um, whether your design's 9,000 colors or one color, it's the same process overall. So it's not, there's no price difference for that. Whereas vinyl screen print, oh, there's yeah. a big price difference. That's what I'm running into, which is why yeah. I'm asking this. So sub, there's no price difference. It's quantity. Um, so I work with the school. Um, I do a lot with transportation division i just mm -hmm. did the i team shirts for van high school um so it's different rates depending on quantities <clears throat> my schools my businesses of course get better rates because they buy bigger quantities oh, for yeah. repeat customers um i know that business is there yeah so that's pretty much i guess the biggest difference one shirt you know versus 100 shirts of course there's a price do you difference. have a lot of competition in this area not really that's no. actually doing not buying something offline not not just like because a lot of boutiques I, there's there's a lot that has their own line of stuff or, or like you said that has an area that other people can't sell that in this market there a lot of them have that but how many of them's doing actually printing their stuff or can do is anybody else doing supplementation shirts around here FR Girls, I believe, does sublimation. Okay. They do sublimation, screen print, and vinyl. I thought they did screen uh, print. I know they do screen. I know mm -hmm. they do vinyl. I'm not positive that they work in sub. I believe they, they do. do. They I'm do. pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they just recently started doing sublimation, um, which is totally fine. I don't want the screen print business. I don't want the vinyl no. business. I have three vinyl cutters. Ask me how long it's been since they've been plugged into a wall. <laughs> 
I don't like vinyl. I don't. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's personal preference. I don't like it. I don't like messing with it. I don't like weeding it. I don't like the fact that, oh, oh my gosh, you can't weed. dry this because it's going to fall off. You can't do this because this is going to happen. I don't like that. Yeah. I want something that, because if anybody's like me, you tell me, oh, you can't dry that. Guess what? That shit's going to the dryer. Oh, yeah. And nobody got time for all that. Yep. I want something that is low maintenance, that's easy to take care of, that I can wash it with everything else and it's totally fine because um, who has time to separate everything? Not me. So what all can you do that on? Can you do that on shirts, hoodies? Just about anything. Caps, beanies? Hats, beanies. So our beanies, we can sub directly on beanies. Most of our beanies we patch. Okay, but you, you can. And I were talking about laser and yeah, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But you can do, because I have some beanies, and I, they were my favorite because they have supplementation on them. And then I have some that I just bought from China on accident, and they have it on it as well. It's not the right beanie that i wanted to begin with but they have it, it's on the the beanie itself and i like that better than because when you try it like right now for the last month and a half i've been trying because i'm bald and i have to have beanies to keep my ass warm um if i design a beanie like if i wanted this logo on this beanie they only give me this amount of area and it's because they're uh embroidering and that's not what i want i do not want an embroidered beanie i want something on there and that's why i'm asking that because I, like you're you're building a business, a new business that, excuse me, that has a lot of repeat customers. You have a lot of area, but in this area, for people to know what you do, I, I know there's people on here right now. I just seen them pop on Facebook. That's from Waco. I mean, you, well, if someone sends you an order, will you pr- send it, print it, and send it off anywhere? Oh I yeah, mean, we um one of my biggest customers is in Southern Louisiana. Okay. Um literally my hands down my biggest customer i mean we're talking thousands of shirts a month and how do you do a thousand shirts a month i do a thousand shirts a week do you really i do so i get to my shop my shop opens at 10 a.m i'm there by 6 30 or 7 every morning because i have from that time till we open to do my orders because then i'm running my shop and i can't work on orders if somebody comes in you gotta talk to done outside because i have to run the shop then because i'm a one-man band Mm-hmm. So I don't have anybody that runs my shop. It's literally me you're dealing with. So if you come in and place an order, you're dealing with the person that's making your order too. Um, we do have a website. It's very neglected because I'm a one man man. Um, but anybody can email us, message us with what they need. We do lots of company shirts. And you have a group. A we Facebook do have a group, Facebook group. You taught me about that a minute ago. Facebook groups where it's at. So my yeah. business page, I may get. 10 orders a week from my business page, my Facebook groups where it's at that and text. So my phone number is literally everywhere. Yeah. If you look up rusty water revival, you're getting my personal cell number. Um, business phone did not work for me. Tried it. You should have done, what? you should have done a double. Like I have a Google number that I get texts on and it rings my phone if I want it to. And it's on my phone. Well, I had a business phone Yeah. and let me tell you what happened with that. It drove me crazy, so I'd turn it off and throw it in my purse. <laughs> and I'd never look at it. So when we LLC'd and became, you know, brought our storefront to Van, I was like, no, my personal cell number is what everybody's going to get. If okay. I am the face of the business and I'm running the business, then you need to be able to reach me directly. If I'm the one dealing with your order. So that was a, that's always been a big thing for me. If I'm going to order from somebody, I don't want to deal with this sales rep, then get transferred to this one, then to a customer service rep. No, I want to deal with one person. 
Like that's always, that's who's always got my business. Well, that's fine until you get, you know, half of Southern, the Southern well, states. And then everybody's still calling you. That's, that's true. Um, my customers are awesome for the most part. They know that it may take me a couple of days to reply to their message when they text me. They know that if it's an emergent order and you need it, like super fast, call me, pick up the phone and call me because my phone rings. I'm going to answer. It's going to ring on my phone and my watch. So yeah. I'm going to see it. Um, if it's a text, it may take a couple of days to get back to you. If you message my business page. But that's good for people to know because some people it's not important and they'll call you and then they don't need to. And if now if they know, look, text, I'll get to it. Yeah. So and I'll get to the text. If for some reason I don't see the message. Message me again because Facebook hates me if you're messaging me on Facebook. Yeah. Um, it hates me and sometimes I don't see it. And my customers have learned that. Like seriously, they'll send me a period and then a period and then a period <laughs> because finally it'll come through. Because I get so many messages. Do you? They just I do. I just don't and see all, is all of those uh normally account closed? I mean, are you making money off all this? They are. That's good. I mean it is. Look, you're you're running a business in van. I want to see everything <laughs> succeed and it sounds like you're doing it because I hear you're putting a new sign up up there. We are. We have a new really awesome sign. We're working with an amazing guy. He has been literally, hold on. I've got to look up a name because I'm terrible with okay. names. I mean, wait. That was him. That was my website. Oh, <laughs> my so website people are going to your website right now. Yeah. So it's rustywaterrevival.com. Okay. But. And we'll put that in the show notes, y'all. And anybody that's, that's listening live right now, it's, uh, it's, uh, RustyWaterRevival.com. And our, just to throw this out there, our kids' collection is all 50% off right now. It's automatic. You don't need a discount code. You put it, and you're going to see that it's like $36, $45. It's the minute you put it in your car, it's going to come up 50% off. See, the kids got to go. See, that's, you, you just got to see the kids' website. Cause I'm telling you, if I try to give my kids some clothes, hey, go here, we're going to buy you some clothes. Four out of seven of them is going to be like, Dad, there's nothing in here I want. We because have, they didn't think about it. Well, we have kids as little boys, Aztec pullovers. We have comic sets with like Marvel on them that are full sets for little boys. We have bougie bell sets with like blinged out little what bell bottoms. bougie bell sets? They're Johnny Cash and the shirts oh. say I walk the line and the little bells are all glittery and sequined. I like, and then, yeah, I don't want my boy in no Johnny Cash sequined well, shirt. <laughs> you talking about some RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We're going to do the runway there. But Cole. Cole Wagley is who's doing my sign. Hey, where's he from? The van. Is he? He's amazing. He does. So he does custom earrings. They do. They actually have. So he's designing your sign or building your sign? So he's doing all the metal work on my sign. My sign's 10 foot long. I have the base of it already done. Mm -hmm. He's cutting all of my lettering out of metal for Mm -hmm. it. We're going to put. I probably want him on the show, too. He's amazing. He's an older he's, gentleman. Yeah. Um, absolute amazing man. Like amazing. Because I had Connor uh Montgomery on here. He runs Tyler Tool and he's a fabricator. And they have these big ass lasers there and they cut everything, all kinds of shit. Oh, it was I great. Wish I had my car here. Those earrings are in my car. So they do everything from earrings to huge metal signs. My sign's 10 foot long and they're cutting the metal for that. They do earrings. But here's something really cool. They are licensed with Yellowstone. They are making all of the Yellowstone jewelry for Yellowstone themselves. Which, let's get to that. Because that's something that I wanted to ask somebody. And I never knew who to ask. And you'd be that. How much of First Mondays actually knock off unlicensed? 
somebody saying, you know what, I'm grabbing this logo off the website and throwing it on a t-shirt. 20%? Good. All right. So the real question. <laughs> 120%. Correct. The real question is, who gets in trouble for that? So let's say somebody, for some reason, whatever company sends a lawyer, cop, or somebody down there, or I think there's actually a state department for that. That walks in there and says, okay, where's your license for, let's just say Yellowstone. Where's your life license for the Yellowstone shirt? And they don't have it. They get in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't get in trouble for buying it, correct? You don't get in trouble for buying it because you bought it unknowing. Um, the business themselves gets in trouble. So my shirt is a saying that was coined in Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. um, it was coined in a couple other movies too. Not as well known as Yellowstone. But you see, there's literally nothing on here that says Yellowstone. There's not. There's not a logo. There's not a logo. There's not a signature. There's nothing. It says, I don't speak. Here, I'll pull it up so they can see it. Dipshit. That's it. I don't speak dipshit. Um, so it's just a phrase. Yeah. So it's not. So there's a thin line there to walk. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Very thin line. And there's an even thinner line when you're dealing with schools and like. The vandal head? No. So that's, that's okay. See, that was a thin line too to walk. Um, I reached out and asked about that. If you're not, if you're doing it for like Van doesn't really care. Yeah. Um, a lot of bigger school districts do. Yes. So, but like a particular school is going to Disney. They wanted shirts that said something about Disney on them, Mickey Mouse logos. Well, that's very oh, copyrighted yeah. and trademarked information. So there's a thin line that you can tread there when a school's been invited personally to Disney. You have to reach out to Disney and get that release to do that school shirts. Okay. So you're not getting a full release from Disney. Mm -hmm. You're simply getting a release to do said school shirts because Disney's you. invited the school to come play. Versus if I put Mickey Mouse on something and say, hey, I'm selling a Mickey Mouse shirt. No. Mm, yeah, that was crap down on your ass quick. Um, Chanel is a big one right now because for some reason Chanel has become a big thing. Anything with Chanel on it mm -hmm. is trademark infringement. Unless you have rights from Chanel, and I promise you, I assure you, there's absolutely no boutique in East Texas that can afford the Chanel trademark. It's $125,000 per shirt. Damn it. Nobody's doing per, that. Oh, per shirt or per? Per shirt. Per shirt. You can buy the initial, you can buy the full inclusive and it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. There's no boutique in East <laughs> Texas that's okay to sell Chanel, Chanel yeah. Louis Vuitton, anything like that. It's not, you know, so they're all ripped off so no as the in purchase as you as the purchaser you don't hold any liability you didn't know but that that's all good for someone like you that's basically creating all of your own artwork and selling the shit out of it i mean some of your shit's pretty catchy it is we I do mean, lots of ugly words <laughs> lots of one of our biggest sellers right now in particular says milk is good for your teeth but so is minding your own damn business <laughs> that one um That's, grab your hose it's planting season uh, we I talked about one. that in take one yeah, when we were just one. kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah. we're calling it just kidding yeah just kidding that was a just kidding episode that uh, was time I, for us to get some drinks i remember like, some of the things you said in just yeah. kidding so it probably probably good that it was just kidding just kidding <laughs> so we have the grab your hose it's planting season yeah. and then the follow-up to that's grab your balls it's canning season I don't get the reference. Ball mason jars. Grab your oh, balls. You got to grab your I ball did. mason jars. I got it. That would be, you know what? I need one of those shirts. I want it for my mom. My, well, actually, I want it for my stepdad. But 
My mom does a lot of canning. We got her something for canning for uh canning's uh, fun. You can? I I do. <laughs> okay. You know, in all my free time. I know that's what I'm that's why I'm saying you can't. So what'd you can this season? Um, I didn't this season because my business, you know, yeah. keeps me busy, <laughs> to say the least. Which is a great problem to have. It is. A whole lot better than the opposite. So last year I canned, what did I make? Cantaloupe, jelly, watermelon, jelly. Whoa, whoa. Oh, mustard. jelly cantaloupe. Not just cantaloupe. Jelly cantaloupe. So, yeah, cantaloupe jelly. Okay. Watermelon jelly. Apple jelly. Apple butter. Apple pear jelly. I love apple Pickles. Butter. Mustard pickles. Sweet pickles. I've what never heard of mustard can? pickles. Oh, my gosh. Mustard pickles are life. I love mustard, but I've never had mustard. I'm a big pickle person. So when the farmer's market in Canton opens... Yeah. Again, there's a lady down there that cans as well. So, you know, I don't have time to do all this anymore. I'm, I'm looking at your husband, seeing if you got Mustard. some in the cupboard still. I think we do. Yeah, I'm going to need one of those. Yes, we do. That You know the cabinet over by the table? The bottom drawer is full of can. I gave all the watermelon jelly. I made watermelon jelly, too. Was it good? I don't like watermelon, so. What the fuck? You don't like watermelon? I hate watermelon. Like, hate it. Are you sure you're from East Texas? No, I'm from Dallas. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Claim that shit now. That's not I don't like Texas. watermelon. I don't like melon at all. Cantaloupe? Nope. Like, I'll eat cantaloupe if you squeeze all the juice out <laughs> of it and it's dry. I don't like sweet shit, though. I don't. Okay. Like, I mean, I you're, don't, you're drinking Bloody, Bloody Marys. Marys. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I really, I don't like sweet drinks. I don't, I don't drink sodas. I no. don't, I don't, I drink sweet tea. I run on sweet tea and coffee. Do you? You need a shirt like that. So I run on sweet tea and coffee and a yeah. lot of cuss words. Yeah. That's me. Sweet, sweet tea, tea, coffee, and, and a lot of fucking yeah. cuss words. But I won't wear a shirt with fuck on it. Yeah. I say it a lot, but yeah. I don't know. It's like a thin line of trashy and classy. You're trying. Yeah. Kind of like that South Side of the Kingdom. Keep I it get classy. It. I get it. Yeah. I have to remind them, and this is another really bad thing. I probably shouldn't say this live. Fuck it. Go for it. I'm an admin of the damn band group. I know you are. Yeah. You have to watch everything you say when you own a business in there. Yeah. An admin. So I have to be very, I have to walk a thin How line. How did you get admin of the van page when you're just new to van? Know the right people. Well, no, I'm kidding. Um, it's a good thing. I really thing. don't know the answer to that. I don't even remember. <laughs> then let's go down that road for one second. Because I know there's more than one admin. And I don't want to know who all the there's admins are. There's four of us? Correct. Three of us live in van. One does not. How, and that, that's for a reason. How often do y'all communicate about pulling something? Every day. So we have a group chat that y'all actually discuss is it. a collaboration. The, the the big shit, not the easy shit, but the big yeah, shit. Yeah, the big shit's a collaboration. Well, I'm gonna tell you this much. So far, I haven't had shit kicked off the van page. So far, it shit could change tomorrow. I'm gonna be honest with you. I got kicked off Facebook last year. I stay in Facebook jail. I have I've a never, backup account for this I've reason. I've never been in Facebook jail. Oh, my next one's like lifetime ban. No, I got, they <laughs> deleted my account. And when I emailed them, never been banned before in my life. Had almost, uh, almost 3,000 fr friends over 15 years. And they turned around when I emailed them, said, hey, what the fuck happened? They're like, no, I emailed them, tried to say, hey, look, something must have happened. Here's my email. And they're like, no, we know who you are. <laughs> You're not getting this bitch back. <laughs> I found out later is because I talked on a live feed like this about QAnon. 
not supporting QAnon, but about how fucking stupid it was. You just mentioned it again. I mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be in trouble. Fuck, we're all screwed. Well, now. <laughs> me and Mark Zuckerberg has a, uh, a love hate relationship. Mark. Yeah, Mark doesn't like me. I'm sure Mark doesn't. I don't know though, because he's doing some of the shit that I want to do. So maybe he he does like me. He just wanted me to to refresh my life. I don't think he even owns it anymore. Does no, he? he owns it. Meta does. Well, he is Meta. Well, but fuck it, Meta. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to watch how you say that right now because he come out this week and said that Meta is uh, semi-conscious. It's because they watch everything we do. That's why You're if right. you and I talk about Excuse something me, very random, like let's just say we talk about dryer lint balls. You know, the wool dryer lint balls. That's going to be on my phone in a few minutes. But that's a good thing if your website's updated and they're Let's talking keep talking about, about Rusty Water Revival. <laughs> <laughs> so pushes that shit to everybody's Everybody's phone is getting <laughs> yeah. Rusty Water Revival. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so the van page is a, three of us are vandal, van residents, vandals. Yeah. Um, one of us are not. And there's a reason for that. Because the one of us that's not can be the voice of reason and come in and be like, no. And say the things that maybe the other of us can't. And another thing with the van group that's really funny is, and this happens a lot, We there is a lot. And I'm going to put this out there for everybody that talks about it in the van group, that questions it. Um, a lot of our council members have questioned. There is a lot of fake Facebook accounts in our van group. Our PD is all in there. Not under their names. Oh, well. For a reason. Yeah, I understand. You know, that. we've got lots of people in there for a reason, not under their, under their real names. They no. ask questions under their fake accounts. They... Grove for things under their fake accounts. They bring things to light under fake accounts, but it comes up all the time. Why well, I think this is a fake account. The sad thing is, is that somebody has to create a fake account to talk in the van group because if not, they're attacked if they use their real name. Really? That's the sad truth. For instance, the VBSA thing that happened this week, that poor lady has received threat after threat after threat after threat. Lady, I think it's a lady. Yeah. That made that post. I may be totally wrong. Sorry if I am. She has been threatened multiple times for making that post, just asking a simple question. She wasn't rude. She wasn't ugly. She asked a question. I don't know anything on that. I'm completely unbiased on that. I have absolutely no oh, idea on any of that. I, you know, I, I, I've heard about shit that going on there. My little brother gets on there sometimes and goes fucking off because of bullshit. I've only had one bad instance, and it's because a person I know personally know her. My dog was out. And for a while, we had an issue. My dog can clear the house. If if the house was the fence, he would <laughs> fucking clear it. But my dog was out in the field right here behind the house with his collar on. And my son was right here. And he was actually out with my son at the time. And a person I personally know saw it, took a picture of it, and posted it to the van page. Said, look, somebody sweet baby's out here. He wouldn't come when I called his name. He has a collar on. And, of course, I got three messages because everybody knows what my dog looks like. They text me by the time I got there. Some woman done went off and said, I can't imagine how this person, whoever's owner, of this is how they keep their kids. And it flipped the fucking switch in my head because I'm sorry. We just had an incident where my son, the other dog we had that we don't have anymore. He, if he gets out the gate, he gone. He's going to the anywhere. It smells good. Mm -hmm. That means he's going to the donut shop. He's going to the next Daddy's. restaurant. Yeah. And they know him down there, but he, he's going. But when he got out, the boys would go chase. Both of my younger boys got on their bikes and they took off. One went that way, one that way. 
my other boy come around and saw my other son's bike sitting on the side of the road just dropped. What happened was he ran over, saw the dog, jumped off his bike, let it down, and took off running after the dog. And eventually, all the way on this side of the street, caught the dog. But we don't know that's where he's at. My other son walks home, and I'm sitting here, my mother-in-law's sitting here, and my son walks up, and when he sees us, he breaks down and says, somebody got my brother, his bike's on the side of the road, and I'm done, okay, because I've seen this shit, I hit the truck, almost run over my mother-in-law, she don't know what's going on, because my wife's done jumped in her car, and I'm gone, I stopped vehicles all around, you were not getting past me, and if you didn't follow me, I was finna beat your ass, because we're finding my kid, because all I can imagine is I let a vehicle go by me, and my kids kids in there, come to find out, five minutes later, he's walking across the street with a dog, but I mean, he's at that time, he's a nine year old, pretty little boy. And that's all I can. And so now we have the rule. If you drop your bike, it better be in somebody's yard. You don't throw it on the side of the street. But all that just went down. And then this lady is going to tell me that I don't take care of my kids no. because of a dog. And I, I had to tell her, I said, look, lady, you don't know me. OK, so please get the fuck off Facebook <laughs> talking about how I raise my kids. And well. Lots of people don't have enough of their own business, so they're minding everybody else's. They need to get like a, I hear poodles are really time consuming and knitting. So I'm really convinced that I need to buy knitting needles and poodles for people. The lady that posted that though, she did know me. As soon as she seen where the post went, she deleted that whole damn post and then text me personally. So Clyde, I didn't know that was your dog. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I didn't even see your son. Cause my son was right here. Cause I mean, he was playing with the dog. But in, in around town, and it, it become an issue for a little while. And I'm not saying it's not an issue now. When dogs get out, everybody's got a problem. Uh, that other dog that I told you I had, the cops called him one time. And I had to go up there and get him from the cops. He's got a chip in him. And I went up there, and he's like, I know this is your dog. He said, look, I'm not charging you for it. But if he gets out again, I'm going to have to charge you for it. And I'm like, look, I'm not paying money to get my dog out. So we got to figure something else out. And... That's when electric fence got put around my, this shit's, I'm with your husband. I'm definitely, you might love the dogs and you might spend time with them, but they're not humans and they're not going to mind you like you want them to all the time, especially when another dog's in heat and even a well-trained dog is going to go stupid in that situation. We have one funny story here. Somebody dumped her. I say dumped her very loosely. I really think she's somebody's baby and they're probably still out there looking for her. Um, Sweetheart of a dog. She's old. She's probably 12s with the van vet, you know, guesses. Mm -hmm. She's beautiful. She's a gorgeous full blood blue pit. When she showed up at her house, she was skin and bones. So she'd been out for quite a while. Her toes were still painted. You could see the paint chipping off. She was somebody's baby. She's somebody's baby. She has been well cared for up until the point that she got out. Somebody's baby. She showed up at our house. Hasn't left. Um, She's blind. She's deaf. She's old. But she's completely trained. When I tell you completely trained, you tell her, let's go take a bath. And she walks in the bathroom. This is a blind and deaf dog. She, I mean, she can hear a little bit. But you tell her, you clap and you talk to her. And she'll like, that gets her attention. So she can hear a little bit. I have a blind dog. So she'll get in the bathtub. And you go to wash her. And she lifts her arms up for you to wash her. Very and you true. say something about we're done. Like you have to clap before you talk to her. So it gets her attention and you tell her we're done. She gets out. She lets you dry her completely. Oh, that's good. I dog. mean, he can tell you this dog, literally my husband that is not an animal lover can tell you 
this dog is somebody's baby. Does he snuggle with a dog? No. She sleeps in my son's bed. And this is a 12-year-old old pit that can't hardly move. Absolutely gorgeous blue pit. Um, she climbs up in my son's bed, though, and sleeps with my son like a human with her head on a pillow, has to have the covers pulled over her, and she snores louder than anybody. She's worse than my teenagers to wake up in the morning. You have to shake her to wake her up. She sleeps hard. But this is somebody's baby. Yeah. I've literally posted in every Facebook group, group from Dallas to Shreveport about this dog because I know it's somebody's baby, and I can only imagine if it was my baby missing. She's somebody's baby. Yeah. But, but now maybe, she's our baby, apparently. Maybe she's supposed to be there, though. I, the only thing I can think is maybe her owners passed away and somebody let her out. I don't know. But yeah. she doesn't have a tooth in her mouth. Oh, man. She growls about her food, but she can't bite you. She's going <laughs> to gum you to death. So there's no worries there. Um, but So I'm getting your, you've done adopted van completely. Like, I've adopted van? Yeah. yeah. Like you're, you're a van. I, I, I are definitely I, But in van, there's this thin line. You're a 12th generation vandal, a true vandaler. You're not a vandal. So I don't know how that really works, but I mean, yes, we give, I don't even know if I should say this. Then don't say it. We do stuff for our community, but I like to do it quietly. I don't like to be recognized for it. Um, I made a recent post in the van group about did anybody need shoes? Because I have a bunch of brand new shoes. I saw that. So if anybody sees this and needs shoes, you can PM me directly, like literally. I have tons of brand new shoes. I don't like doing stuff like that, though. I like to be the quiet helper. Yeah. I don't need recognition for what I do because I do it because I want to oh, do I it. I get it. Um, so I don't like posting like that, but I don't know where our homeless folks stay. Do we have many homeless we folks? Do. And I know that we have to. I'm because seeing I'm seeing some. I'm seeing some shit myself. That's why I'm yeah, asking. That. We have to have homeless folks. I think at the end of our road. Down there where you cross over 20, I think there might be a homeless camp down there. Maybe. But I don't ever see them. So that becomes, you know, how do you help them if you don't ever see them? Like, I'm from most, a lot of my life was spent in Kilgore. Okay. Um, Longview, I know where the homeless camp is. The Longview folks stay at the Memorial Park at night. And the city knows this and they're fine with it. And they leave in the morning. So... Christmas dinner, for instance, Thanksgiving dinner, I I cook for a small army for whatever reason. I can't figure out how to cook for small. I cook yeah, I'm huge. With you on that. So we always have leftovers. Well, every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, I would take the food down there. And they knew when I pulled up what was going on. And they would rush out and get it and tell me thank you. And they would all take it back and share it. So I knew where they were. But I could quietly do that. Obviously, it's not quiet now. I'm telling you about it. But I'm not there doing it anymore. Gotcha. Um. So I could do stuff for them without it being a production. And I don't like it being a production. So here, I don't know where to take anything. So all of our leftover, our police department eats well at uh, that's Thanksgiving what I and Christmas. That's what I, I take it to the PD. I, I text the PD too. That's... <laughs> I go up there and bang on their door and they come, they look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm standing there with all these plates of food. But it's like, I don't. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, funny story there. I used to bake and take them stuff. And Caleb, Caleb, if you see this, you wrote me a ticket. <laughs> For, for speeding and i told you when you wrote caleb pulled me over my child in the car i just came through ben wheeler and there was a horrible fire in ben wheeler my eyes are literally pouring tears out of them not because i'm crying but because my allergies are gone stupid and i can't see so i came into van like the rage of glory never hit the brakes when the speed limit slowed down yes i was speeding i owned it caleb pulled me over right there at that little church right before the old dollar no. Central. 
Dollar Gentral. I say that I from that you YouTube video. That, yeah. Dollar Gentral. <laughs> if you've never watched those girls, you should. They're hilarious. I watch all but, that shit on my wife's phone. So he pulled me over right there, sitting there with my kid in the car, and I've got tears pouring down my face, looking like I just left a funeral, but it's because I just drove through some kind of damn fire in Ben Wheeler. And all of a sudden, Van PD comes in hot, like on two wheels, pulling up. They blocked the whole road off at this point. And I'm like, holy shit. What did I do? Like, I'm speeding. I owned that shit. What did I do? Caleb comes to my car and he's like, Miss, I don't know what to call you. Stringfellow Henderson, because I don't know who the hell I am either. Mm-hmm. You know, social security still closed. You can't change your name there, but your license can be changed. So I'm two different people. <laughs> So whatever it is, what it is, I'm Stringfellow Henderson. Welcome to 2022. Hey, yeah, pandemic life. So he's like, I don't even know what to call you. And I'm like, okay, what is going on? He's like, you have warrants. And I was like, I do? <laughs> for what? And I'm laughing, thinking he's joking. Yeah. I was like, for what? My kid's sitting in the passenger seat. My yeah, son's sitting there jail. like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I might be going to jail, so I'm not really sure what I did. But I was like, what did I do? And he's like, Grand arson. Burn Look, somebody's house now? If I'm burning some shit down, like <laughs> we're going big if I'm going to prison. Like Is it your husband IRS, a uh, fire you marshal? Know? <laughs> Do what? Isn't your husband a fire marshal? He's a fire inspector. Yeah. Yeah. My husband's a fire inspector. <laughs> I'm getting rid you got warrants for arson. I was like, what did I burn down? And that's exactly how I said it to him. I was like, Caleb, what did I burn down? He's like, I don't know. They're out of Gladewater, Texas. You ever been through there? And I was like, yeah, been through Gladewater, lived in Gladewater. I was like, I got a ticket in Gladewater for no insurance. Sent my insurance card in within like 20 minutes of getting that ticket. They dismissed it. I was like, so I never burnt no shit down in Gladewater. Cause if I'm burning some shit down, I'm going big. I promise you, if I'm going to prison, <laughs> I'm going big. We're going club fed here. Like we ain't going to no state jail, no TDC. We going club fed. So just so y'all know, if I ever do anything, we going big. Y'all gonna hear about it. So I'm like, what What did I do? And he's like, arson, Gladewater. So you can hear him on his little radio. He's talking to Gladewater. And they were like, we can't confirm that. She has no warrants. He's like, well, my system says show she does. Now, mind y'all, I've got all of AMPD behind me at this point in Van, Texas, in my car that everybody knows because it's red. It's got damn racing stripes and it's got, you know, Barbie with no weave on the antenna because <laughs> her weave flew out and hit somebody's windshield along the way. <laughs> Barbie with no weed. Yeah, Barbie. She's bald. She's got a bald head. Yeah. So, finally, he comes back and he's like, well, they won't confirm it, so I'm going to have to let you go. But since you wasted all my time, I'm writing you a ticket. I wasted your time by you pulling up some bullshit. Okay, got it. Write me the ticket. I was speeding. I'll own it. Fine. I was speeding. Yeah, I'm a speed demon. So, the cops don't get back goods no more. So because of Caleb Van PD, <laughs> since I had to pay off this high dollar ass ticket, that's why y'all not getting them cookies and those fresh fruit cupcakes for a while. I told y'all tell Caleb it's his fault. Van PD knows all this because we laugh about it. Yeah. But it's Caleb's fault that they're not getting baked goods. They do get Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving. I was gonna say, dinner. They still get Christmas yeah. dinner. Okay, so Yeah. Just a heads I up. I didn't burn anything down though. Gladewater told me, you know, hey, we told him his system's wrong. Why was the system wrong? Did you ever find out? I don't know. Glade, I called the lady in Gladewater and she was like, we told him that that was not accurate the night that he called us because he told me, you need to call them because if I see you again, I'm arresting you for it. Okay. 
So call Gladewater. Gladewater's like, we, we don't know what they're talking about. VMPD system's wrong. I don't know about VMPD system. Can't talk about that. Yeah. I just know that they told me I burned some shit down. <laughs> if I burn some shit down, I promise y'all I'm going big. I'm going to have an island before y'all catch me. We're going to be somewhere that there's no extradition rights. <laughs> Damn it, girl. So, next time, go to the the fire department. They weren't there. That's why I went to the PD. You got to swap it up. They told me that they'd share with the fire department. I mean, I took They them. don't. They don't share with the fire department. They don't even work out together. Bam, PD, y'all better be sharing with the fire department. I'll see y'all over there. <laughs> We're going to be leaving it on front doorstep next time in a cooler with the fire department. Y'all going to be wishing y'all had it. <laughs> you know what? I, uh, speaking of Van on that, we, we got some good people. And that's what I tell everybody because people get pissed off about their streets. They get pissed off about the water because sometimes the water fucking gets backed up and gets orange or whatever. And, <laughs> and I get on there and I tell people, and, and they're, they're, they're not bitching at the situation. They're bitching at the people that's doing the job. And what they don't realize is these are regular people. These are people that I know that you think they're getting paid to do a job, but none of those jobs are 12-hour jobs. They're not getting paid to do 12-hour jobs. They might get overtime at that point. But if, if some of these jobs take 24, because I do that. I Not water shit, but I have in the past. But I work long hours and people don't get these are real people that's doing a job that you're bitching at that if they just walked off, you'd be fucked. Okay. Oh, I feel that too. Especially some of the hour days are normal for me. It's <laughs> like when when Mark uh Mark Jackson got out of the Mark Jackson worked the Van Water Department for fuck before I was born, probably. When Mark Jackson finally retired, no one Half of these guys, and I like our water department, but none of these guys know all the shit that Mark knows. Mark knows where everything is. And that's what people don't realize. These people that's out here busting their ass, it's not just that they're putting a cap or or draining your water line right now. They're out there busting their ass all the time. And people don't give that, think about that when when they start bitching about what the city does. And And I'm all for bitching about shit, but I'm saying they're not, they're not, taken into consideration because that's one of the things right now that i'm bitching about to everybody is i want the pullback i think we need to and that's one of the i I talk to everybody's voting that's my issue if i'm gonna vote for you i'm voting for you because but somebody may almost made me change my mind of the day i talked to one of the people running and i'm like hey what's your standpoint on the the pool and they're like you know what i'm like oh fuck like because everybody else is talking about council uh council and mayor and uh (laughs) We used to have a pool over where the old park it. Yeah. Yeah. Across from that used to be a pool and they filled it in recently. About the same time they sold Van City Lake, they filled the pool in. And I was talking to my wife about this. Well, (laughs) you know what? Listen to the podcast that goes on because I'm going to bring that up with everybody. And I know one person has a different opinion than I do. And I feel like they can convey more than the people that says, yeah, we need a pool too. I think we need to pull because the kids, but this one person, because I got to, I'm open to it. And that's, that's what a lot of people's not. People get in this zone where they like this person. They don't. And I'm okay with that, but I vote on what suits me. And I told this, um, Amanda that's on our city council. I went to school with her. I've supported her all the way through, but I've always told her, I support you as long as you're doing what I want you to do. The moment and it is issue by issue. The moment you Decide you like don't like something I don't like. I don't like you no more. We're talking about politics. We're not talking about personal. But with that being said, 
and I'll tread very lightly. Here okay. Because I own a business. There's a lot of damn shade going on right now. A lot. <sighs> and I'm hoping that your podcast with bringing people in that are running so forth. And I'm not calling anybody out. Yeah. Anybody at all. But there's a lot of shady stuff. And I don't, I honestly don't know who to pinpoint as is the shade thrower here because I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that I your don't, podcast. I don't think brings, my podcast is going to do that. I, I, my podcast, and this is what I've told everybody. It's going to bring what they're community, voting it's who for. They are. No, or no, who they are. Who they are. Uh, all, all I want to do bringing. is, is bring these people in here and give them the space and a full, I mean, hell, they can have a drink. They want to. We can sit there and smoke cigars, whatever, but to convey who they are, because I don't know some of them, but not on the other side of that, there's a lot of new people here in Van, and there's a lot of people that just started to vote that don't know these people and why I should vote for you over this person. Absolutely. And I want that. I want you to tell me, like me and you right now, I didn't know you were fucking from Dallas. I didn't know you just, I didn't know you started in there. In Canton, I didn't know these things about you, and other people didn't. That buy even people that buy your shirt, they probably didn't know all the shit you do, where you're going, everything about it. And that's what storage I want. Storage wars, all that crazy shit, oh, right? Fuck yeah, storage <laughs> wars. I mean, that was that was a little crazy because you told me a little bit more, and I want I want to get back to that it's in a fake. minute. It's definitely fake. Very fake. I could do storage wars, so of course you could. <laughs> it's really pretty fun. So once you break the barrier of holy shit, there's a whole life. Or a whole TV crew here, like yeah. push that out of your head. Yeah, I mean, you get to like fake fight and argue with people and push them, and it's all fake. And in the end, you're hugging each other, and you're like, "Hey, yo, it's cool." But what'd you get out of that? Yeah, I, at, get you. I mean, but you don't get anything from it. It's just fun. Yeah, like you're not paid. Like I said, Walt, you'll probably hate me for this. Sorry, <laughs> that well, you're, you're the one that brought me on, but I didn't get paid, so I ain't got nothing to fucking lose. The, the the guys that's running for the council, though, I just want them to. I don't want the shit talking, and I'm gonna tell you right now. Absolutely. If they start shit talking, like start talking about other people, I'm, I'm shutting the shit down, and because well, it's not the goal. The goal is to like you. I, I don't want you on here saying that that boutique down the street is selling knockoff fucking shirts of Disneyland. Okay. <laughs> I, that's that's not I want you to tell me what's great about you and what you're bringing, because everybody here in van and, and I do this. I mean, I had a fucking NASA guy this morning before you. I had a person that's from South Africa on here talking about Bitcoin. I want stories. Yeah. And, and I feel these guys got them. ultimately, though, back to the like the boutique part that yeah. you mentioned. We are. We hold more power when we work together. Oh, yeah. Versus being competitors and i've we seen can, you talk about that we literally if my friend sells soap and i want to carry soap i'm gonna go to my friend and i have um the girl out of quitman awesome girl her name's jamie she owns um now i've just drawn a blank because i'm like on spotlight here <laughs> Soap. oh my gosh bubbles hold on <laughs> sorry jamie lakeside bubbles Lake out of Quitman, Texas. Um, had no idea who she is. I wanted a, I wanted another soaper in my shop. So one of my soapers is Katarina Kraft. She's out of Garland. She was my neighbor at first Monday. Yeah. I absolutely love her name's Katrina, not Katarina, but love Katrina. She's not from Russia. No. So but her business is Katarina Kraft. Okay. Um she her name is Katrina. I absolutely love her. So I brought her soaps on board. Her soaps are totally different than Lakeside Bubbles. Totally different. 
Lakeside Bubbles makes your pretty, the ones that are eye-catching okay. to you. Um, Katarina Craft, on the other hand, makes your more natural line of soaps. So I use Lakeside Bubbles on my body, my face, and I know this sounds funny. My armpits are really sensitive for whatever <laughs> reason. So I use her soap on my face and my armpits. She makes a natural buttermilk soap that's absolutely hands down amazing better than any soap that you've ever used no shit so i have two different soapers that offer two totally different things so it was like okay i want to carry soap i didn't know like side bubbles we'd hosted some long story short here we picked up small business saturday this this year um it was gonna die ryan hansen hosted it there was some things going on he bowed out respectfully myself um, Steph Hampton that homes, owns Hampton Moments Photography out of Van. <laughs> amazing photographer, y'all. She's so amazing. I'm literally taking her to New Mexico for my daughter's wedding. I'm no taking shit. a van photographer with me. Yes. All right. So I don't know if you, you ever thought about doing a podcast. Have I ever thought about doing yeah. a podcast? I mean, no. I used to be on radio, but no. So you see what I'm looking at right here? Look at your wife. You know how old she is. How old does she look right there on this camera? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's why I wanted him to oh, stop and look. The gray hair look. You can't see it in it's the camera. Not, I promise. You can't kids. see it in the camera because I, we've been on the host and co-host. We've been on this screen right here most of the time, and I look at myself and I see my bags and how the lights not hit me right. And when I look down, I think I'm not sitting here interviewing a 20 year old, but you look, you do camera pretty good. I don't know about that. Yeah, you might want to think about doing a podcast because I hear they're really good for uh, boutiques. I mean, we can do them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good when prompted you, and you are. when I have Bloody Mary. That's and a big secret. But let me ask you, where do you see yourself in five years with your business? Oh, with an employee. <laughs> I'm tired. Well, it sounds like you're, you're seeing an employee next year in a new, a new uh, I would location. love to open a second location um and i would love to have an employee that runs our second location my biggest fear is nobody runs your business like you do they don't they don't they don't care they're just it's just a dollar amount to them so that's my biggest thing is finding somebody that cares about my business and my customers as much as i do um then finding somebody to run my van end of things and i say that very loosely they would literally be the face of my business, but mm -hmm. everything would still be made by me. But in order for me to be able to grow and be able to just be in the back end making things, even with other people helping me make things, but overseeing it all, I have to have somebody to run the front end. Yeah. Um, but again, with that being said, you have to be profitable enough to do that. Yeah. So that was kind of the hope with our website. And venturing out, and I would love to pull in more wholesale clients, more businesses. We do a lot of local businesses. I do work with the school. Um, I did, gosh, here again, I'm pulling a blank. Big construction company in Van. They're working on three knots, actually. The Hansons, yes. Bar Grill, Bistro. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be freaking amazing. I'm looking forward to <laughs> I'm it. I'm so excited about that. I made all their shirts. Um. So we do businesses, and that's probably a bigger branch of things that people don't know. They say Rusty Water Revival. It's a boutique. What do they really do? We do tons of businesses. We do the schools. We do, I wholesale. 
So we wholesale shirts, we wholesale bath bombs, we wholesale candles, we wholesale shower steamers. Any of the stuff that we make in-house, we wholesale. Okay. Um, our hand towels. Our hand towels are really a huge seller. I haven't probably mentioned those near enough. That was actually probably one of our biggest, that was our biggest seller at First Monday. Um, Why? Our, <laughs> so our hand towels are amazing. And I tell you that loosely, I need to make you one and bring you one to prove that to you. They absorb 125 times their weight in water. How? It's magic. I don't know why. Well, I don't make the hand towels. I just put the design on put them. Design on. So I had a customer at First Monday. She was standing there in my booth. You know, First Monday, it's fast paced. Lots yes. of people walking by. She was standing there and she's like, well, I want some of these hand towels. Another lady walks up. Meanwhile, she's like, oh, I bought some of those. They don't absorb. They're not worth a shit. So the south side of the kingdom, <laughs> bitch in me, wants to be like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? But you can't do that in front of customers, right? That's so it's right. like, okay, be nice. How do you handle this? But you got to handle this quick because they're literally right in front of you right now. So coffee was a big seller of ours. We still have coffee in our shop. It's all locally roasted. But it was a big seller, so we had all that out. I grabbed the trivet that our coffee was sitting on. I grabbed a bottle of water, and I dumped that entire bottle of water on the trivet. I pulled that hand towel down that she was looking at, and I threw it on top of it. I wiped it in one swoosh and picked it up, and it absorbed the entire bottle of water. No it's shit. It's not dripping. It's not anything at this point. And I was like, and then I turned it, and I started wringing it back out onto the hand towel. And I was like, yeah, our towels don't absorb worth the shit like you said. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, that was the only nice way that I knew to say it, really, was like, here, let me just show her. Yeah. Well, I sold the lady 25 towels. No shit. <laughs> and the other lady just kind of looked at me and went, and walked off, you know, hung her head like, oh, shit. Well, I need a beard towel. Oh, I can make you a towel. They, no, I, I swear I need, to you. I need a towel that not that does not soak up water. It lets you wipe your, because if you put beard oil on your beard, you put the beard oil on your hands. And then you put it in your beard and then you comb and you brush it. You need a towel to wipe the oil off. Now, most likely, you're not going to wash that towel for six months, if ever. It's all it's got is beard oil in it. It probably smells good, feels good. It smells like raping a Yeah, beard that's bomb. what you said when I gave you. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> said about, that's wait, what, I have this awesome product. That's what, that's what my I can beard. Show it to everybody on Facebook Live even. You can. My, uh, let, my, me, let me dig in here and find it. She got a goodie bag. When you come on. I did. Y'all, I got a goodie bag. The bottle's not big enough, though. But anyway, that's another story <laughs> for another time. Everybody I got this beard bomb. Y'all can see it. Clyde over here makes it. And I opened it and smelled of it. And it says, beard bomb. I told him it's rape in a jar. It, it's rapeable. If your man puts it on, he's suddenly rapeable. I'm just, ladies, you yeah, need this for your men. Watch out, man. It's rape I'm, I'm looking in a bomb. at her husband over there. Right here. Rape in a bomb. But my deal is, is that I need that towel. But what I really want to tell you, because I'm this has been a big deal for me, and I, I do it online. But I want, I feel like, if I go and buy a t-shirt, I'm spending 30, 40 bucks. Hold on. I'm spending 30, 40 bucks if I buy a shirt. I've always felt, fuck buying a shirt from Walmart or Target as my wife buys them or whatever she Walmart buys. Marcus. I know. It's for us poor folks naming Marcus. <sighs> Walmart. Instead of doing <laughs> that, I can design my own shirt and have it printed and it costs me about the same and shipped. And I've done that. I have Hayes Clan shirts everywhere. My wife made a bunch of them. I've just started going through Zelm, Zemo, something. I'm not charging enough if you're paying $40 for a damn shirt. I completely agree. 
but my point is, is that knowing that you can print a shirt better than I can buy for one, and two, I can design it and you print it and it be economical. More people, especially today, and that's I think I don't I haven't seen any of your ads. I've barely seen your deal. That's something you might want to play up. Is that hey, you design a shirt, we'll print it, and this is what our price is going to be. Because I would be sending you shit over and over and over, especially knowing that you're not going to tell me that I got a little little logo right here. This is all area I can get. It's because when my wife does it, Hayes Clan goes from here to here, and it's at the right spot. Now the real question is, can you do kilts? I do. We you do don't kids. do no damn kilts. Kilts. Oh, kilts. Kilts, not kids. I mean, we can do kids too. But <laughs> <laughs> you bring me a kilt that has Polly in it, I can do a kilt. Uh, so boy. that's the biggest. I guess that's my only restriction. White is not an option. There's no such thing as a white dye. White's a negative. Okay. So there's no such thing as white. Anything white is a negative space. The shirt color is going to come through. The only way to get that area white is with bleach or acid. Okay. So that's one of your downfalls, like your shirt that you have on couldn't be white. Now, dark gray, you can see my shirt. Everybody on live can see my shirt. Nope. Dark gray, you think, oh my gosh, this isn't going to show up. Yeah. Dark gray is my number one seller. Colors show up that's, in dark gray. All of our shirts are, are actually. Yellows, blues, you can see every bit of them on dark gray. Everybody thinks, oh my gosh, dark gray, you can't do it. Yes, you can. Oh, we like dark gray in this house. We like dark gray too. You yeah. can't see stains. We got kids. <laughs> we ain't got time to separate or, those whites and darks. Or like me and you, you're working with oils and yes, chemicals. Yes, I'm and, working. Well, oh. and I'm working with bleach and acid all day. So yeah. everybody at my shop sees me in leggings, usually not jeans. Why? Because leggings don't bleach. Uh-huh. That's why. That's so that's why y'all see me in leggings and bleach tees usually. I can't mess them up. Because okay. all of my, my husband can tell you 90% of my clothes that are bleachable have bleach spots on them because I've ruined them making Y'all cute stuff. Oh. <laughs> so I live in leggings and bleach tees, even though I hate bleach tees. I like acid wash tees. I don't like bleach tees. I make a lot of them, though, okay. um, because I can't mess them up. So that's the beauty of a bleach t-shirt, though. You can't <laughs> mess it up. You're cleaning your house with bleach. You get some bleach on your shirt. Guess what? You can't tell. You stain on your shirt. Throw some bleach on that shit. You can't tell. Your stain's gone. There's a beauty don't, in bleach teas. Don't tell my wife that. I don't like bleach teas. <laughs> I make your wife bleach teas. I, you make her bleach teas, yeah. not me. I make a lot of men's, though, acid wash teas. Like, band-looking teas with yeah. acid wash on them. They look like retro teas. And then guess what? You can't mess it up either. You get oil on it. Guess what? You throw some bleach on that shit, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't know that you messed it up. Okay. My husband, on the other hand, won't wear them. He won't wear them? I don't I don't. Blame he wears oil-stained teas. Like he stained himself. Yeah. yeah, that's a real man right there. We, we he doesn't own any nice clothes. All his nice I clothes have stained. All my nice clothes are in one section in there, and it's because I barely wear them unless my wife tells me to. Yeah. All right, so 100%. we're we're about two hours in on oh, our shit. second round. <laughs> round two. So we are not doing round three. We we might, but let's we talk need about to eat. it. Let's <laughs> let's talk about it. So, do you have anything else you want to promote? Do you want to, besides Rusty Water Revival, do you got anything you want to reach out there for? This is your open platform. And we've actually had a lot of people hit on Facebook. There's still people watching. Is there? There is. Well, hi, people. That's exciting. Yeah. I go live and I usually look like the Hot Mess Express. And uh, so there's like definitely. three people. I got your husband to agree just a second ago. You look like you're 20. And this I'm is not. Going, I have a kid that's fixing to be 21. <laughs> this is going live on all the podcast platforms and YouTube. So 
everybody laughs at me when I tell them I have a kid that's that'll be 21 this year. They're like, wait, what? Because I usually don't have makeup on at work, so I look even younger, and you can see all my freckles. Yeah. And I have makeup on tonight, but well, so I look older. I, I I got a little that's fancy. That's not what this show showed. <laughs> but as far as like anything, this is your open platform. Before my we open close platform. Out. Well, if y'all need a photographer, seriously, hands down. Hampton Moments, Steph Hampton, is the absolute best. She's my best friend, but let me tell you how I met her, and I'll make this quick. I met her from doing my daughter's senior pictures. My background is photography. That's how I know digital design. I have a degree in photography. I hate shooting people. I'm just going to be real (laughs) honest. I don't like like shooting people. I did. um, I'm a published photographer. I did the photos for the USS Texas. I did lots of authors and... I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. So people that are known, I did a lot of their photos. Um, George Bush Jr. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's my homie. Um, (laughs) No, but I did a lot of published work. I don't like photography. Um, I shoot every once in a blue moon with Hampton moments, but I met her because my daughter acts a fool with me. I try to take pictures of my own child and like her dress is blown up in the background and she's been over in the picture because she's a goofball like her mother. (laughs) Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And so I can't shoot my own child. So it was literally weeks before graduation. My daughter's a senior. Holy shit. We have no senior pictures posted on Facebook. 8,000 people responded in the van group. And one picture caught my eye, probably because I'm a photographer. The composure was stunning. Okay. Stunning. And Steph, actually, I met her at the van middle school one night to pay her and that's the first time I ever met her and she's like why me of all people I just need to know why me because her her overall composure of her photographer she's got skill she's got skills yeah no artificial lighting like it's easy to shoot in a studio and have control it's not outside correct it was stunning so she did my daughter's senior pictures and long story short she's now my best friend um but and I say that unbiasedly she's an amazing photographer she did my daughter's engagement pictures she's doing her bridles and i'm hauling her to almogordo new mexico with me and paying her to shoot my daughter's wedding she's that good is it an area 51 no we're getting we're getting married my daughter is getting married <laughs> at, like i feel like we're getting married yeah. at this point my daughter's getting married at white sands national park the military okay. base yeah no, um at. so she's getting married there and it's going to be a very private ceremony. I think there's 20 people total, including our photographer that's going, that <laughs> we're taking with us. And so we're taking everybody local. Our cake maker, our cakes being made local, we're hauling it to Almagorda. Every single thing is coming from local. Um, we've rented our chairs locally. We've literally done everything well, it's local. It's only 20 people. That's not that hard. No, but <laughs> we've done everything local and we're taking it all with us. Okay. So we haven't done anything well, that's good. Absolutely. I, I so mean, you promote local. You are promoting local. And yeah. so far, everything I've seen you online, you you definitely promote local. We try to. We try to stay as local as we can, especially with all our products in our store. Like I told mm. you, we we make a bigger impact working together than being competitors and working against each other. Yeah. And and it's Van's good like that. Yeah. So, hey, thank you for being on here. Thank you. Yes. This has been a great time. Thank you for doing take two because I didn't push the button. <laughs> take and, two. Uh, Everybody out there, thank y'all for watching. This is our first live, and I have not paid attention to any of those 45 comments <laughs> that we have right now. I know my wife's on there, so I'm hoping my wife. My kid's on there, too. You're, so Maybe your somebody's, like, wife, helping us. Take care of all the comments. 
Because we're not. So I think I might have multiple kids on there. Uh, that's, that's good. Hey. So we're done. That's the end of it. Now. That's a wrap. <laughs> we, we don't have to turn it off. We can get really out. We I know you're hungry. So, I'm very hungry. I was going to eat easily Steakhouse, but it's first Monday weekend, so I can't And it's 9.13. And I almost got shot last time I went to Easley's. So do you, you want me to stop the live? I don't care. We can right. talk about so that. I, I, I <laughs> had some questions eat. that I didn't ask yeah. that I normally ask because we were on a good row. So normally I ask, like, what's your feeling about uh, aliens? Because you're going to Area 51. <laughs> Aliens? Yeah, you think there's aliens out there? <laughs> Motherfuckers live in van. Have you seen the van group? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Lord, there's some kind of life living around here. <laughs> I want that life, though. They ain't got nothing better to do. <laughs> but worry about everybody else. No, aliens. Um, Do I think that there's probably other life out there? Yeah. Absolutely. Do I think they're green and like, no, yeah. we come in peace? No, <laughs> I don't. There has to be other life. What do you what what do you feel about where technology is going? About what? Where technology is going? War, where technology is yes. going? One side of me fucking hates it, and mm-hmm. the other side of me loves it. Um, I hate, hate, and I mean absolutely hate that we're stuck to our phones all the time. That yeah. we're stuck to technology. That you can't have. A normal meal without this going on, a lot of times you can't have a conversation, like you feel like you're battling this, but at the same time, there's a beauty in it as well that I can run my business from Facebook and that consumes a lot of my time. Yeah. Um, and my husband and I've had this discussion a lot that it's like, I feel like we're both on our stupid ass phones all the time, but at the same time I run a business. So it's, it's a catch 22. There's a beauty in it. There's also great irony in the fact that my math teachers used to tell me I'd never have a calculator in my pocket. <laughs> I do. I, it's 2022 and I have a calculator with me all the time. That have you got into NFTs yet? What the hell is that? <laughs> you don't know what an NFT is? What is an NFT? So about last year, uh, they started selling NFTs. So you can get, you can buy an NFT of the Mona Lisa. You can only buy one. There can only be one NFT of Mona Lisa. So let's say some of your designs. She's ugly. (laughs) Yes, I will agree. And a little weird looking. Her eyes don't match. That song, dude, look like a lady. (laughs) Harrowsmith, get right on there. It does. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's a fucking new technology thing. It's basically a digital version of art. Carmex? This is lip lube. Okay. Yeah. Just had to be sure everybody knew that. My customers all know that because there's like 20 bottles on my desk. Of Carmex. Do you, it's lip lube, not Carmex. It's I, lip lube. I don't understand the difference. <laughs> do, Same thing. do you want some chapstick? Because I make chapstick. No. It has to be lip lube, which is Carmex. Okay. I make a, I make a honey uh, chapstick. You really do? Yeah. We're going to have to discuss this later. No. And I even bought those little ball ones. But I don't know that I can divorce Carmex. It makes my lips tingly. Kind of like those shower like steamer, shower steamer soap that I washed my ass with that time. Man, man, man. NFTs. We got off track. See, okay, ADD so happened. Squirrel. Check out NFTs. I'm not saying they'll help you in your business, but as creative as you are, NFTs is the new thing that's out there right now. NFT. What the hell does that stand for? I don't fucking know. National fucking trading. 
There we go. Sounds perfect. I don't remember what it's for. It's it's some uh it's it's like a crypto digital art. My customers, if they see this, they're going to be like, I didn't know she had that big of a potty mouth because she keeps it under control at the shop. But my You sell landlord, fucking shirts that says, I don't speak dipshit. How do they not think you have bitch. And let me tell you a funny story. So I made a bag. It was a custom order for Christmas. So we do lots of totes with like big patches on them. And most of them say, shit, my kids make me carry. They all have cuss words on them. I made one for a 93-year-old woman that says, shit, I didn't need to buy. So they sent me the videos from Christmas. That was the only present she was worried about. Nobody getting home with was her bag that said shit I didn't need to buy. I don't know her name. The lady at the post office. I can't think of her name either because here I am on the spotlight. Yeah. Older gray hair lady. I know you're Sweetheart. Yes. Sweet, sweet. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love her. She bought the bag. She can tell you the story though. But this is the only present of all the expensive things this little lady got. That she was worried about. Me and this 93-year-old lady, she's like my spirit animal. Like, for real. Shit, I didn't a, need a, to buy. A 98-year-old lady can't be your spirit animal. Oh, they can. She carries a bag that says shit I didn't need to buy when she was raised in the Bible Belt era. Oh, huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the kind of ladies I like. Those ladies that, you know, were really at the speakeasies. Yeah. And we're getting one across show. the street from you. I can't wait. I told Sheila and Ryan no. that I better have a direct connect line of coffee. Ran it can be ran oh. over the power lines, under the power what lines. What are you I talking about? Coffee. They're gonna have coffee. Okay, what kind of coffee? Because this is for lattes. I, I'm, I'm excited about the alcohol. So it's gonna be a bistro. They're gonna have it's gonna be speakeasy yeah. with alcohol, and they're gonna have a coffee shop in there. So that's that's cool because I thought we. I mean, I like the, and I even have clean brew. I, I like clean brew. Love clean brew. I like clean brew, but it's, it's not where it needs to be. And I it's, get what they're doing. I like how they took a damn laundry shop and put a coffee shop in the back. That was cool. I like the format, but it doesn't need to be down there because I don't go down there. Then I got to go around. Oh and, well, I detour down there every morning, just about. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Clean Brew knows me well. If he sees me pull up, he's like, "Hey, large latte, extra shot, no flavors, got you." So they do a lot of business. Oh my gosh, there's a line every morning. That is crazy because yes, I don't they ever do a see huge it. Huge business. I mean, I got their sign in my front yard. They're awesome. Yeah, I'm I absolutely saying. love them, but. That's going to be a real problem when there's a coffee shop right, right across, the across the street from me. But the great thing with that, so I'm not, I'm really not a big drinker, mm-hmm. even yeah. though this is like drink number four. I love me some Bloody Marys, but I'm really not a big drinker. Um, me neither. I'm not at all. I would rather go listen to a band. I may drink a Bloody Mary, but I'd rather sip coffee all night. Well, um, I'm so a coffee person. I am too. I'm a co- I'm a huge coffee lover. I subscribe so, to Black Rifle. Don't drink that firehouse coffee. My husband. Firehouse. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Firehouse. I'll have to bring you some of it. <laughs> my husband goes to bed by 930 every single night. And if we're not in bed by 930, I'm in trouble. Well, you 330 a.m. My minutes. husband was leaf blowing our front porch after <laughs> I made firehouse coffee. And he was not attempting to stop. I was like, babe, what? What the fuck are you doing? It's 330 in the morning. He's like, the leaves are up here. I need to clean. Babe, it's. 3.30 in the morning. He's like, well, I don't know what you put in that coffee, but I'm not tired. I'll have to, I have yeah. still have the bag because we can't drink it. I might, hey, if it's good, I can get it on my old field buddies. Fire, it's like 
firehouse meth is what it feels like. <laughs> like you're going for days. It's so serious. I'll have to bring you some of it to try. I appreciate it. But hey. yes, across the street, we're going to have a coffee shop where you can listen to a live band and sip coffee. Are you? All night long. And I'm so excited about that. Yeah, I am too. Because I, I can go nowhere else and drink coffee and listen to music. They want me to drink alcohol. Yeah, they do. I'm not an alcohol. And place. I liked, because the only place that we had before that was Bill Hollum's place. Uh, what was the name of it? It's where the Mikasa. Yeah, Sukasa. 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 I went to Sukasa all the time that I can, because for one, it's a van business, and they had alcohol. I like. I don't get to eat out that much. I get to eat a lot of gas station food, but I don't get to eat out that much. And when I'm off, like tonight, if I wouldn't do the podcast, we would have went somewhere where I can sit down with my family. We can eat a good meal and have, and I can have a couple drinks. Sukasa was it. I mean, I'm not saying they were exceptional. The tacos weren't that good. Their alcohol variety wasn't that good, but that it was, was before I was here. It was a van business that was trying, and and I gave Bill all the credit in the world. He was trying. Bill's a rebel, and I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping that Ryan can really make it because it's a perfect spot. I don't. I, it's a lot bigger. I, I'm looking at the the forms today. It looks a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be because I was worried about that. So I'm I'm excited for it, and and I hope it succeeds. And I'm gonna tell you as long. As long as they play blues every now and then oh, or some ZZ Top, I will definitely frequent it a lot. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to frequent it a lot anyway. But, if but blues, I'm right blues, there with you. If, if, if they get, and there's some good, see, there's some good country blues singers that's out right now. With those raspy voices. That is insane. Ooh, yes. shit. And it's insane. I they love They have it. those Stapleton type voices with there's that a, rasp nope. in them. Like a, like a Memphis blues bar yep. that you would walk in the little hole in the wall dive bar in Memphis. Yes, and, and we don't have anywhere around there that around here that well, channels that. The Forge the Forge has had a couple, and they don't channel it, but they've had a couple because I've been in there when they've had these people playing, and I got this thing, and my kids know it because if I don't, when we go somewhere and somebody's singing something, I tell my kids, "Hey, go up there and ask them they know this song," and they always take money with them. They'll throw money in there, so it's it's inbred in my kids to go get them to play certain songs like some Johnny Cash or some uh, old Bob Seger or something like that. And it's, I'm hoping that we can get these kind of people in van because I don't know. Constant sorrows must. <sighs> okay. You don't get me started. <laughs> Y'all got to go eat. Thank you again for the yes. extended version. Round four. And, round uh, four. <laughs> hey, everybody, Clyde Hayes, we're out.